Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Slowdown, podcast number 54, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 505, This Place is Death. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think they're right. It is. People die on the island all the time. There you go. Case closed. It is death. Charlotte's right. Yep. All right, next episode. Nice. <laughs> so next week's episode. Um... <laughs> Let's just do a podcast from the future. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would really... I would love to be able to do that. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Just know um... all the plot details for next week. <laughs> Spoiler alert, here's next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. But we're not going to do um, that. So, mm. pretty good episode, huh? Sure, sure. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? It's an episode. I mean, stuff happens, right? So, yeah. who's complaining? People, people are talking. People are walking. Oh, yeah. There's so much walking and talking. There's some driving. Oh, driving? Yeah, absolutely. There's some gun pointing. Gun pointing. Got check. Uh, a little, a little dash of bad babysitting. Just a bit, just a touch, yeah. Um, there's some, um, there's some scowls. Oh yeah, scowling all over the place. There's some grimaces. Mmm, grimace, yeah, lots of grimacing. Uh, a grimace eye, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. There's some. Um, there's some falling. There is some falling, and there's some leg breaking. Leg breaking, yeah. Arm losing. Uh, arm losing. Uh, a general sort of limb uh, injury yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of... Um, what else? There's a, there's a bit of mass murdering. Mass um, murdering, definitely. Uh, th- there's some camp building. Camp building. Um, There's some uh, dead body finding. Dead body, yeah, definitely that, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, tree body bodies falling from tree ing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some uh, some uh, firing pin uh, this <laughs> this disabling. <laughs> There's definitely that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, overall, you know, pretty good episode. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it has all that. Uh, it has all that. What more do you want? Um, so some number title, hearing. Some. Yeah. Some, some number hearing. Some. Um, some baby having. Some baby having. Some. Um, some some realization getting. That's right. Yeah. Some uh, walking away from doing. <laughs> I somehow uh, feel we've covered the entire episode just now. <laughs> we may as well just end it. There's some uh, um, some well spelunking. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some uh, some um, some some there's some light lantern use. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My- Mild lantern use, appropriate well, for teenagers. Yeah, uh, MLU should be that uh, <laughs> the code for that. This episode contains mild lantern use. Your discretion is advised. 
And then you watch the episode, and you're like, man, there was only a lad in it. Yeah, I know. But they, it's they to, but they have to put the rating on there. They, they do, do yeah. Anyway. For the kids. It's for the kids. Will yeah. someone please think of the children? Yeah, yeah. Who's thinking of the children and all this? Lost is. Lost is. That's right. <laughs> yeah, um, wheel turning. Island wheel leaving. Wheel turning. Um, time traveling. Time traveling. I oh, guess yeah. that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, memory, some, memory uh, recovering. Um, there's some drinking from a leafing. <laughs> yep. Definitely that. Yeah. Can't forget about that. Um, some ring giving. Ring giving. A lot, some, definitely some ring giving. <laughs> Very strong ring giving. There's some uh, international calling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Yeah. Always good to put that in there. Um, there's also some... Um, mm, I think that's it. Yeah, what else do you want? We've covered everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. So the title, um, you know, Charlotte says it. Yeah, so. Charlotte says it. And this place is the island. This place is the island. Um, as death, because she dies. Yeah. Um, well, I really think what she's trying to say, or what the show's trying to say, is that, you know, the the island is purgatory. Oh, God. <laughs> can I can I bring that back? <laughs> no. Can I can I revive that horse? Well, you can, but I, I don't want that horse. <laughs> Why not? It's not a good horse. Yeah, he was he's been beaten, but you know, there's some there's some life left. Come on. <laughs> it's a bad horse. Bad horsey. Um Yeah, uh so there's not much to say other than that. I mean, this place is death. I mean I yeah. he's being it's pretty on the nose there. Um yeah. uh unlike last week's title and Jughead. What was last week? The little prince. Uh, don't remind me. Sorry. I know I asked, but <laughs> I should I should have I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> should have oh, just said man. you don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. I I I think that's why I forgot. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Um. Yeah, I mean, overall impressions, uh, pretty solid episode, you know. Yeah, definitely. There's some stuff we learned some things. Um. That we didn't know before, and events happen. Events um, do happen. What more? What more can you want? People do stuff. People definitely do stuff. Yeah. And they say stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. And they hear stuff. Yeah. That's right. So, shall we uh, <laughs> let's into this more? Yeah. Let's maybe a little in. more specifically. Yeah, let's just jump in. Let's get to the people doing and the listening and the singing. Yes, and the leaf drinking. And the leaf drinking. (laughs) Most importantly. Uh, Okay, so so as the episode starts, we're back with Sun in the car uh, on the pier. She gets a call on her cell phone, and it's Grandma. And uh, Gion wants to say hello. 
so Sun talks to her, and she tells her about Aaron. Then she gets off the phone, and then she gets out of the car with the gun. So she walks up to Ben, Kate and Jack, with the gun and points it at Ben. Um, she blames Ben for Jen's death, and so that's why she's going to shoot him. Um, Ben says, so Ben says that Jen is not dead, and he can prove it. And we'll leave on that. What? What the fuck? I think he's lying. I think he's lying. I know he's lying. I mean, you can't trust anything Ben says. Never, never. When has listening to him ever gotten you anywhere worth a damn? Worth a damn. (laughs) Um... Never, actually. Never. Maybe no. this time, though, huh? We'll see. What kind of looks like <laughs> it, actually? <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, so this this line here was the one that was spoiled um, uh, in that in that video. Um, oh, with the I can prove it? Yeah, Jen's alive and I can prove it, yeah. Oh, they threw that in there. Not a big deal, but it was there. Um, yeah. But it makes sense. I mean... What's the thing that's gonna make Sun not shoot Ben? Like that's, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm no uh, writer, but opposite, like that's the first thing I would think of. The opposite of the reason she wants to shoot him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I always thought it'd be about that in the end, but uh, but yeah, I guess um, I guess we find that out uh, here. So, you know. Um, okay. So anything else about that? Should I go on here? Um, well, I got to say, I didn't, I did not expect, uh, the call from Son's mother in mm. this scene. That was a little unexpected. Just, just, uh, a little bit of <laughs> reality setting in of like, hey, you've got this daughter back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget that as you go murder this guy. Mm-hmm. Which she proceeds to do anyway. That's right. That's right. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your son. She's there. You got to do it. What are you going to do? Yeah. Not do it? No, don't do that. Nah. But, yeah, you're right. I didn't see that. They, I guess they, I mean, they they showed her getting out of the car, I think, in the last one. So, I guess they kind of, this is sort of a flashback to, like, a minute before that. Mm-hmm. A little bit strange, but. Yeah. At least it wasn't another flashback to the boat. <laughs> please tell me we're done with the boat, please. <laughs> I really want to be done with that. None of those scenes have been great. No. I, I really don't think anything that interesting happened on that boat, no matter how many times they show it to us. I think they played shuffleboard at some point. <laughs> does that count as interesting? Maybe it does. Well, I guess it depends on your uh, definition of interesting. Yeah, it does. You're right. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the next scene. Okay, You're so right. in, the, in the next scene, we're back on the island with the French and Jen. Um, Montan, here's the numbers on a walkie-talkie. Uh, Jen talks to Danielle. Jen finds out that it's 1988. Uh, Jen wants to find his camp. Um, he asks about the helicopter. Uh, Montan wants to go find the signal um, that's broadcasting the numbers. Robert asks Jen if there's a radio tower. Jen says yes, but he wants to find his camp. 
but he doesn't know where it is. Danielle suggests they go to the tower and then find the camp. Uh, Jen tells Danielle that he's hoping to find his wife. Uh, they should I go on here? Um, sure. They they walk through the jungle uh, towards the radio tower. Danielle gets a kick from the baby and says she thinks it's a girl to Robert. Robert wants water, but Nadine has a canteen. Then they realize that Nadine is gone. They call out to her, but there's no answer. Montan thinks she's off chasing a butterfly, like women usually do. Then they hear the signature sounds of Smokey. Robert says, what is that? And Jen says, monster. Lost. Uh, yeah, so, what do you think? You think, uh, Danielle's having a girl or a boy? <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's too early to tell. I mean, uh, we can't possibly so. know. Well, she's kind of carrying low, which is usually a girl. Is that right? Yeah. It's, are you making that up? Is that true? <laughs> That's what people say. Carrying low? Carrying low, and I think uh, boys, uh, you know, if you're carrying high, it's a boy. Is that true? Really? Like, you're not making that up? That's what I've heard. Wow, I've never heard that. Yeah, I've heard it. Wow. Carrying low. There you go. There it is. She doesn't just, like, automatically know. She's just like, look, I'm carrying low. I, I mean, I think she probably knows on some intuitive level, maybe. I mean, that's the sense I get, but... Uh, yeah. But I also, you know, think she's carrying low. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've done this before. They had it with they had that with Sun and Jen, where he's just like, yeah, it's a girl. She's like, oh, it's a girl, huh? I don't know. They like that conversation for some reason. It's Yeah, it's one of those, you know, expectant parent conversations. Yeah. Ooh, I think it's this. Oh, I think it's this. Oh, oh you I think you. it's that, I love do you? you. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. It's the last happy conversation the parents are going to have before the baby comes. Oh, so true. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, you get up and change her. No, you get up and change her. <laughs> so, you know, let them enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so they're going to go see, they're going to go try to find the radio tower. As we know, at some point, Danielle eventually gets there to yeah. change the message. Um, so they will get there. She will get there at some point. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so they're going through, we lose one of the, the members here, uh, Nadine with the canteen, uh, that rhymes. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's just kind of weird. Um, who's got the canteen? Maybe. Uh, all right. Yeah, it seems like there should be a, a song to go with that. Yeah. Uh, let's not make one up right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, then they start uh, hearing Smokey, which we haven't seen in quite a bit. That's right. So that's interesting. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen. Uh, I don't out. know. I don't know. Will we see him again this episode? You'll just have to wait and find out. And go. 
<laughs> and go. Let's see. Did I want to say something else about this? Um, yeah, I guess not. So, so far, I just want to note that so far what Danielle said about what happened has been pretty much true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there hasn't been any huge deviation from the story she told, um, as I remember it. So, um, yeah, just a little side note. Nice. Uh, okay, so let's see. The next scene, um, pretty much the same thing. Uh, they're still talking about finding Nadine with the canteen. <laughs> Jen wants to go, and Montan tells him to shut up. Uh, they find Nadine's stuff uh, strewn about. Then Smokey appears, making noise, and Nadine's body falls from a tree. We never find out if she had the canteen. (laughs) Jin says, run. And so they run. Montan is out front, and Smokey grabs him and drags him away, pulls him on the ground. Um, They chase after him. Smokey tries to pull him down a hole, and the team tries to pull him um, out of it. Uh, So they have a tug of war, and... um, uh, I guess Smokey wins because Montan's arm comes off, uh, causing him to fall down the hole. Montan calls out from inside the hole. Um, Montan says he's hurt. The monster is gone, and he asks for help. Uh, Robert wants to go down there because uh, they're not going to leave anyone behind. But Jen tells him not to. Um, but Robert uh, climbs down uh, anyway. Uh, Danielle's about to follow, but Jen tells Danielle not to go because of the baby. Uh, so she doesn't go, uh, but she picks up a gun, um, and uh, and then another time flash happens. All right. Yeah. And and the team's gone, and and then some more stuff happens. And <laughs> then the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, and so on, and so on, and so forth. Uh, uh, so here so, yeah. uh, we find out how Montan lost his arm. Montan lost his arm. <laughs> a legendary this is not event. the situation that I pictured when I first heard that tale. Me either. Um, I always got the sense they were like trapped somewhere. Like, you know, maybe I need to go look up what Danielle says, but I always got the sense that they were trapped somewhere. Wasn't there some line about someone's, like, it's coming or something? Like, it's coming for her or them or something weird like that? Am I making that up? When? Like, the story that Danielle tells, I guess Saeed or whenever she tells this, the few times she's sort of talked about this situation. Yeah, I, I think she talked about it when they were going out to the Black Rock yeah. and they were in the dark territory. And, and that's when she mentions that Montan lost his arm there. But I thought she didn't elaborate. I thought that, that was all she said. Um, but I or don't maybe, really remember. Or maybe I'm thinking from the uh, from the message she left. Oh, the message. Wasn't there something about it's coming and help us or something weird like that? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Something like that. Although I don't, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, me either. Because it was in um, French, and 
you know, they didn't translate it in the show. I just read a transcript of it at some point, but I forgot exactly what it said. Um, anyway, um, so this is pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think you have to pull pretty hard on someone to take their arm off their body. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's in there pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a lot of them pulling, and I guess that by Smokey can pull that hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot. So uh, long-time viewers of Lost will recognize what happens here as being very similar um, to what happened to Locke uh, mm-hmm. back in Season 1, where Smokey did the same kind of thing. He he has various modes of attack. Um, there's what he did to Nadine, which is kind of like what he did to the pilot in the pilot. Um, <laughs> then, you know, the, the sort of the direct attack. Mm-hmm. Um he did that to Kimi and his people, too. Uh, and then there's this thing where he just drags them down a hole for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, know, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but, uh, but it's a thing. It's a thing that he does. Um, and, and there's some suggestion that something happens uh, down there in the, in the smoky hole. Uh, so, uh, so I don't know what that's about, but... Um, it's something we haven't necessarily seen before because, you know, Locke didn't actually go down there. Yeah. Of course, it wasn't um, the same place. It was a different hole, presumably. Yeah. I, I think, you know, um, you know, this, some of this, you know, can go back to the, uh, the, the, uh, the blast door map, uh, and the reference to this Cerberus events. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, people, including us, have theorized, you know, this is these, these holes that Smokey comes out of, which I think is pretty much right. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we get, we, get, we get some sort of verification of things. You know, Danielle, you know, when they were heading out to the Black Rock, you know, she says that it's a security system. Uh, now we get to sort of see what it's securing. And then later, you know, uh, Robert sort of confirms that uh, idea, you know, or at least that's where it's when it came from, was from him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of little things about Smokey going on here. Uh, he does have different modes of attack. I, it, it's weird. I mean, you know, it seems like sometimes Smokey kills because there's some, there's some bigger reason, you know, and then, not, and then there's sometimes he kills and there doesn't seem to be a big He just reason. does it, yeah. Just kind of. Uh, I feel like maybe Nadine was some sort of some sort of setup, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he he picks off one member that he doesn't care about in order to get the others, maybe. But yeah, you know why did he why did he go after Mon- uh, Montan like yeah you know, versus anyone else, you know? Um, it kind of just seemed like because he was in front. Yeah, that's what it seems like. You know that whoever was standing there, he would have grabbed. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it, so, but that's the thing. It's like, is he is he just sort of indiscriminate in his in his attacks, and he doesn't really care, and he Smokey wants to kill all of them. Like, if he really wanted to kill all of them, I feel like he could. I agree. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's so the thing. He like does seem to just that. go after him and not need to do that. Um, yeah. And there have been times where it definitely seems like he's interested in a particular person for some particular reason. Mm-hmm. Um. 
And then other times it seems like he'll just attack whatever he gets near. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> it's the answer. Um, and it seems like they ran, they ran like closer towards the the temple or whatever when they ran, you know, the first time. Oh, what do you mean? Because when Spunky grabs him, you know, he takes him straight to the the vent or whatever. Right. But they had been running before that, so they like ran toward, they ran closer towards it. I guess. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Which is uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and I was surprised they were able to actually catch up to him as as, as quick as he was dragging him through the jungle. They uh, managed to, you know, run and catch him pretty pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I want to mention again is, um, you know, the sound effects that they use for Smokey. Uh, I I I really want to know if they're important or not because, you know. Um, He's got these sort of mechanical sounds, and and when he's dragging Montan, you hear this sort of cranking sound. Yeah. Almost as if someone is literally, you know, turning a wheel with with the crank that has, you know, that's attached to Smokey and is reeling him in or something. You know, it's a very, you know, very mechanical. And uh, I, I'm I don't know if that if that's supposed to give us a hint, you know, that it's a machine or or something, but it's it's definitely strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what that means. Um, if that hole really is a Cerberus vent, then it certainly seems that the uh that that Smokey's not a not a, a Dharma thing. Um Yeah. Which is one of the theories that I had about it. That yeah. it was created like that. But if if, if that's really yeah, if that's really one of the vents that's using, then it's an older thing. Whatever it I mean, is. You know, and I mean, that makes it seem like it's not mechanical, even though it has mechanical sounds. Yeah, I mean, it. it I, I feel like Smokey predates Dharma. At this point, that seems like what they're trying to tell us. I mean, we, we this is you know, the second time at least we've seen it near a place with hieroglyphics on it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We, yeah saw, right. we saw when Ben went to go call it to attack Kimi's team, he went into this sort of cave area with... Yes. With hieroglyphics on it, I, I think the vents all are connected to this sort of. There's this sort of underground network of caverns or something, um, you know, sm- similar to where we see the the frozen donkey wheel, um, and you know, I don't know why they're all underground or what that means, but I think I think that's kind of what's going on here is, is you know, these these vents, you know, that's how Smokey can like get across the island. So you know, we mentioned that before, a yeah. long time ago. With all the hoopla around the blast door map. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of hoopla. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. Um, yeah, I that, back when we found that out about uh, the place Ben went to, I was still clinging to the idea that that might be Dharma um, because it was a Dharma house that he used to get to it. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't think I can really cling to that anymore. I mean, this... This temple here, there's no way I'm gonna buy that's Dharma. So yeah, um, so I'm yeah I'm gonna go with what you said about about Ben's house, which is just that it was built on top of something that was already there, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know fashioned so that you could get to it, but it it wasn't constructed by them. Yeah, I think that that 
that definitely seems to be the case at this point. So, um, which, which, like I said, makes me think it's not mechanical. It makes it seem like it's this old thing, um, you know, unless they're going down the road of, you know, some strange ancient technology, ancient technology kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I really don't know if they're doing that or not. I yeah, uh, they uh, it's Smokey is I I still don't know. I still ha- I have nothing firm for him. It's just such so, such a strange thing. Um, I almost feel like Smokey is some sort of you know metaphor, like you know what I mean. Like it's just you know what we're seeing of it is just what we can perceive of it and not what it really is or something like that. You know, yeah. Because I don't, I just don't know what they're gonna say. Oh, it's magic, or oh, it's, <laughs> it's ancient technology, or it's future technology, or it's, um, it's some sort of spiritual, you know, mystical thing, or you know, it's just like any answer just doesn't seem quite right. You know, it, so I, I don't know. It does seem like it has to be more than that. Yeah. Like it's magic, and like there, there has to be some other part uh i feel like of the story some some better explanation for why it is like it is yeah um but it is strange it was it's smoky is one of those lost mysteries that um although i guess you could say it's developed over time i still kind of feel like we know about as much about smoky as we did when we first heard him in the pilot and it's just something that lingers there for the whole series and then in the last season, at some point, we'll find out what the explanation is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just, unlike with Dharma and the others and so on, it just doesn't feel like we've really made that much progress um, finding stuff out about Smokey. I would, I would venture, yeah, to guess that of the big Lost Mysteries, Smokey's been sort of the least developed that we, even though it's been brought up several times throughout the show, it's, we still don't we still don't get a lot of information about it. Yeah. They drop like little and even in this episode, like they drop little things, hints and suggestions of things that might be true. But they they always seem to shy away from a real revelation about Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um it it's it's odd. Uh uh when, you know, the the whole Yemi Echo thing, I mean they have a chance to say that Yemi is Smokey, and they almost do, but they don't. They don't show it. They don't make it 100% certain. Yeah. And and here, you know, there's a suggestion that somehow going down in this hole causes the sickness. And but but it's it's hinted and not it's just not clear how that could happen or what that means or even if that's true. I mean, I feel like what they're trying to say, or, or at least what my interpretation is, it's, you know, that, uh, that the you know, I guess we'll, we'll talk about this later in the scene, you know, the Robert that we see, the, the sort of post-Severus um, Vent uh, French team, you know, the people who go down there to try to help Montan and, and whoever comes back out, at least I guess three people come out, Um you know, they're somehow different. And I think they're supposed to be, in my mind, they're they're sort of, you know, on the same level as, as Christian and Yimmy and mm-hmm. all of these dead people we've seen on the island uh, who appear to be, 
their regular selves and have their personality, but they have they're, they're somehow different. Yes. Um, so it could be as simple as you go in the hole, Smokey kills you, and 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 you either become this, you know, apparition for lack of a better term, or Smokey can then present itself as you, um, you know, or you know, I mean, I feel like I, that's that's a, that's what I feel like is going on. I see. Yeah. Uh, to me, you know, I just don't. Uh, I I don't understand why. You know. Um, you know, yeah. Why does, I mean, why when, does Rob? Why does Robert want to kill her? Like. Yeah. Exactly. Kill exactly. her as. Kill her as Robert. You know. Right. Like it, you know, if this is really smoky, then just just grab her or something. Yeah. You should be able to kill her like you killed Nadine. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's why Smokey's weird. It doesn't just. Sometimes it's like that. Other times it seems to do these, you know, these schemes where it's going to appear as this person and do things in this way. And it's, you know, I, I want there to be some reason for that. Um, yeah. And that's really unclear at this point. Definitely unclear. So, all right. Well, we can maybe talk about it a little more later. Yeah, when, it'll, it'll, it'll come back up. When that thing happens. Okay, so... um so in the next scene, the French team is is gone. Now uh, we're with Jen, and Jen um, Jen observes that there's a kind of temple structure there above the hole that Smokey pulled Montand into. Um, uh, Jen leaves and drinks water from a leaf, ding, and <laughs> sees a uh, pillar of smoke in the distance. And and here I'm thinking, oh, man, they're going to, you know. Here's where Russo loses her baby. Yeah, that's what I thought was <laughs> going to happen. I was like, oh, shit. Yep. Time to see that happen. Yep. She sees the smoke, and there's only three things you can do. <laughs> what was it? Run, Run hide, or, hide, hide or, die. or die. Wow. I can't believe I still remember that. Run, hide, or die. It's classic. <laughs> Oh man, run, hide, or die. It's awesome. It is, yeah. That was, oh man, that was the good old days. So yeah. Anyway, um, uh, turns out to not be what it is. Um, uh, so so Jen just goes over there, I guess. Uh, and he finds a a small camp with a fire that's out, and the camp's in disarray. Um, we see the uh, the uh, the music box that uh, comes into play later um, or earlier, depending on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> what you mean? Um, I thought he, Jen might end up being the one who broke it, but that didn't oh, happen. Wow. Um, uh, at some point it gets broken. We, we, we still don't know how. Will we find out? I don't know. I doubt it, actually. Um, I always assumed it just got broken over time. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> but but we don't know that for sure. Maybe Smokey broke it. <laughs> we just don't know why yet. <laughs> yes, Saeed will fix it at some point, though. He'll um, fix it some point at some time later or earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's call the hosing off. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, so Jen uh, continues to uh, look around, 
Um, and then he notices that there's actually two dead bodies uh, lying on the ground, um, both from the French team. Um, uh, then he hears Danielle uh, yelling at Robert. Um, they come out of the uh, jungle, and she's pointing a gun at him, saying that the thing changed him. Um, Robert pleads with her to stop. She says the monster made him sick. He says, it's not a monster. It's a security system guarding the temple. Robert, with his own rifle lowered, asks Danielle to lower her rifle. Uh, he says he loves her. She's swayed by him and slowly lowers her rifle. After a short pause, Robert points his rifle at her and pulls the trigger. But he forgot to check the firing pin. Classic mistake. <laughs> Classic mistake. Someone else will do this later. <laughs> or earlier. Or earlier. Uh, Danielle immediately shoots and kills him. Um, and then uh, uh, Danielle notices Jen and points the gun at him, saying that he disappeared and that he's sick too, that he's a carrier. Jen runs away, uh, and another time flash happens. Saved by the time flash. Yay. Um, so, um, this is it, pretty much. This is what we get for Danielle. We get, uh, we get their arrival, um, and we get Montan losing his arm. Yep. And we get something about what the sickness was, and then Danielle shooting them, and that's it. Yep. Um, we get nothing about the others. We get nothing about what happened with Alex, um... And and why she thought the others were the carriers, uh, uh, why she thought the whispers were the others, all that, all the stuff about the others is not here at all. Um, yeah. Um, but we do get this stuff, uh, which is pretty good, I'd say. Um, so we so we kind of just talked about this, but uh, um, uh, so your idea is that is that this is just a sort of. Avatar or some uh, uh, Smokey impersonating Robert. Yeah, I mean, my working theory here is, you know, if, if we go with the idea that Smokey is a security system and that its its default operation is to, um, you know, sort of um, neutralize any threats to what it's trying to secure. Uh, neutralize means kill. Right. Um, then for some reason... Dead people are pretty neutral. It tries to... Yeah. It tr Well, not on this island sometimes. <laughs> good point, good point. They're actually... Touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I, if we go with the idea of the security system and then... and then See, the line here where, where, he's, where she says, you know, it's a monster, and he says, it's not a monster, it's the security system... I feel like what he's really saying is, I'm not a monster. Mm -hmm. I'm a security system. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Um, and, like, I feel like there's – the way I'm kind of picking smoking now is that when it when it inhabits these people or presents itself as these people, it's able to um, process and comprehend things on, like, a different level, you know? It's able mm -hmm. to say things and do things that obviously sort of can't do as smoky. Um, mm. and that might be why it does this. Uh, there might be another reason why, uh, but I, I, I feel like, you know, it wants to kill her because, you know, she's a threat for whatever reason. 
Um, you know, I don't know why he specifically does it as Smokey, if that's what's happening here. But um, I, I think I think somehow that makes it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> That's, uh, that's, uh, well. Yeah, I sort of hit a wall there, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't really, I don't really know anymore." <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know either, of course. But um, <sighs> because here's the thing: if this is if this was really smoky or something, and then the other two people she killed were really smoky, I mean, it seems sort of not very effective. Where okay, you present yourself as this human. You get killed. Well, why doesn't he just come out of the jungle now and kill her after this? Yeah. Or the 16 years that she was wandering around the jungle. And what happens when you kill a Smokey as exactly. a person? Well, apparently the bodies stay there. I guess so. So, see that, you know, we, we've had this conversation before, obviously, where, you know, are these bodies real and all this stuff, and some of them can sort of, interact with tangible objects in the real world and some yeah. of them kind of don't. You know, he's got this rifle here, uh, which, you know, was the same rifle that Rousseau used because she took, you know, she dismantled the firing pin or whatever. Um, so it's it's a real rifle. Yeah. Um, so if this is an apparition, he's able <laughs> to interact with it. Um, so I don't really know. Um, part of me feels like, you know, another theory we had, I guess, was the, the sort of clone idea or something. Where mm. they're they're not really smoky, but somehow they're some they're they're influenced by it or something, and they're you know the sort of doppelganger type thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Which Danielle says something as she's shooting Jen. I didn't catch what she said, and I, and it's not in the transcript, but I thought she said something about a doppelganger, or tried to call him that when she was shooting him. But I didn't. I couldn't really. I couldn't really tell. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. She 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 said some word that I that I thought was doppelganger, but I don't remember. And I. I think she was speaking English. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, she was speaking English. English. Uh. It did seem to me like uh, when when he says that. It's not a monster. It's a security system that that he was defending Smokey to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like, don't mm-hmm. call it a monster. It's yeah. just this. There's some sort of <clears throat> awareness and knowledge of it that I think was, you know, sort of given by the fact he went down there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it does explain why she later slash earlier says, you know, that it's a security system. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it always... Uh, you know, over time, it seems stranger and stranger that she just came out with that. Uh, yeah. Seemingly out of nowhere. Like, why would she say this? Why would she think this? Well, it does explain that, but I think there's a little bit left to be explained to the fact that why does she, how does she come to believe that? You know, she just killed all these people who yeah. she thought was, you know, monsters or product of monsters or different or sick or whatever. Uh, at what point does she does she just, say, oh, well, he was right. It is a security system. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I, I'm still waiting for that moment. And maybe the idea of, you know, maybe Smokey really just does have limited range. Like, it's it's protecting this, this, this area. 
you know, the the dark territory, and if you if you stay away from there, you really won't encounter Smokey. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that seems sort of true. Um. I definitely think it's limited somehow. I do, I do feel like it can't like leave the island, for example. No. You don't um, think you can go turn the wheel and leave the island? <laughs> if Smokey goes down the well, does it break its leg on the way down? <laughs> That's a question that cannot be answered and should not be answered. <laughs> I agree. Uh yeah, uh there were there were those uh that I read who who thought that Smokey actually was, for example, some of the people Hurley was seeing. Um mm-hmm. uh and you know maybe Jack was seeing and stuff like that. Uh, cuz yeah, well whatever. I, it's still it's still there's still that question of what Smokey does versus what whatever else is on the island does. Mm-hmm. Um how that how that relates. Um, if Smokey is a security system for the temple, then, you know, it ties him in somewhat, but it, it does make him sort of his own thing, not just, not just a a thing, what do I want to say? Not, not just, not just yet another version of the island's will or whatever, but kind of a somewhat independent thing that was put there. Yeah. You know, uh... Uh, and there's some way to sort of control it, I guess. But on its own, it just sort of does stuff. I think Smokey is Vincent somehow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still... Not Vincent to... again. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's Vincent something... is, is unaccounted for at this time. He is unaccounted for because he's in the temple. Transforming into Smokey. <laughs> I just figured he was somewhere on the island, but uh, okay. Um, you know, in another definitely a classic LLD theory. <laughs> another thing with these apparitions is I, I I want I don't want to discount the idea that somehow the explanation for for the apparitions that we've seen uh, it, it has to do with time travel. Mm-hmm. Some sort of your body's on the island dead, and therefore, you know, you can re-manifest yourself, but it's really a version of you from a different time or something. Mm-hmm, I see. You know, so, something like that. Some some general thing there, I think, might be going on like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I could buy that. Uh Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to mention. I don't. I don't think I mentioned it last uh, podcast, but I do. I did want to say that I, I like who they cast as Danielle. Oh, yeah. Um, she's she's working for me. Yeah, I I, I had trouble with it at first, but uh, mm-hmm. she won me over. Yeah, it it worked. She actually she actually seemed like Danielle at a certain point. Yeah, definitely. I actually bought it. Um, when she was nice, I guess I had a hard time buying it because I wasn't used to her being nice. <laughs> Who is this crazy French lady who's nice? That's not Danielle. Yeah, it just 
it was just hard to imagine. But obviously, I mean, obviously the idea is the the traumatic events combined with the 16 years living alone mm-hmm. uh, turned her into the Danielle that we knew. And speaking of hard to buy things, are, are we expected to believe that you know again? She 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 finds Jen in the water. Oh God! She, he, le- he leads them towards the tower. Smokey attacks. He disappears. He reappears a little bit later. Yeah. Sometime later, and then runs off into the jungle, and she never sees him again. <laughs> and when until mm-hmm. she discovers the Losties, and and she doesn't like you know. I don't know. Yeah. The fact that he he did ask, you know, what year it is. I mean, I always, every time there's a movie or something where people are time traveling and they say, you know, what year is it? And Mm -hmm. the person they ask is always like, why are you asking what year it is? You know, I always want the person to immediately realize that the person who's asking what year it is is asking because they're time traveling. Uh. (laughs) Ah. But they never seem to do that, and I and I you know and I wonder if you know if I was walking down the street and someone came up to me frantically asking me what year it was. I would hope that I would, you know, maybe assume this person's time traveling. <laughs> I think it's a logical conclusion, because why else would you be asking what year it is? Uh, honestly, that would not be something I would think. Really? Um, yeah, uh, just because... <laughs> like, if they're like, what, when, and you're like, you know, October 12th, and they're like, no, what year? What year? <laughs> All right, if the conversation like... really went like that, I would think, at the very least, I would think they think they're time traveling. Okay, that yeah, exactly. I mean, that's yeah, that's the first step. Yeah, I, I can admit to that. I, I I wouldn't actually think they were time traveling. I would I would come up with some alternate explanation, but it's at like, the same you know, time, it would definitely be something I would think about. I wouldn't just let exactly. it pass. It's like what year? 1988. Why are you time traveling? <laughs> Is that a crazy conversation? No, it's very simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially a guy who came from nowhere. He didn't, yes. There was no boat around. The man from no. nowhere. The man from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, there's a there's a post on the forum that tracks through uh, all of Danielle and Jen's appearances and 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 the um, the opportun- opportunities that. Um, that she would have had to see him and from from reading the uh from reading this long list they they almost never are, appear together and there's there's a couple of times where she had a chance to see him um i think there's only one like really really big time where where she could have seen him and if i remember right it's the time when they're when they're setting off the dynamite uh, mm-hmm. when they're doing that demonstration in season 3 She's there and Jen's there and like they're close together. Even yeah. I think I think that if I remember right, that's the that's the time when she had the biggest opportunity to see him. Um, and then there's also the beginning of season four where they're all at the uh, where they're all at the um, fuselage and they're about to split up into different camps and and they're both there at that time and she could have seen him. They weren't necessarily shown being close, but they are there in the same place. Mm-hmm. So. You know, at the very least, she could have seen him, but they were pretty separate for a lot of the time. I'm almost willing to buy that she doesn't remember exactly what he looks like. 
I, I would totally buy that, too. I mean, she didn't see him for that long. Uh, you know, it was 16 years ago in the middle of all this other drama and anxiety. I will buy that she didn't see Jen and assume, hey, are you the guy from 16 years ago? <laughs> yeah. I'll buy that. I'll, I'll definitely buy that. But it's it's just, you know, it's just weird to have to buy that. Yeah. It is. It is. It it feels uh even though it's plausible, it still feels like a uh, like a retcon. Yeah. Um it's hard to believe that when they did those scenes I mean, actually I'm pretty certain that when they did those scenes they weren't thinking that she had seen Jen before. Or hey, let's not have them let's not have Danielle and Jen have any extended conversations. Right. Because Years from now, we're going to reveal that, you know, Jen was there and Russo landed on the island. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't think that happened. Uh, I think it was just, it was just chance that, that they didn't really, I mean, Jen was usually off doing his own thing, and he just wasn't involved in her plots Yeah. Um, very much. And they wouldn't have had conversations, because, I mean, he didn't really start speaking English until pretty recently. Well, it all makes perfect sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> like, I, I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like it was kind of an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 it had been um, if it had been another character in in those circumstances, you know, I feel like it could have easily been the case that it was some. I mean, maybe they actually thought that. Maybe they one of the reasons they were willing to to do this is because he's one of the few characters that she really didn't have much of a chance to interact with. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty interesting if anybody wants to read, like, because I definitely didn't remember. I would say, like, you know, a uh, majority of the things uh, <laughs> that that are mentioned on the list. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember yeah. what... I remember the plots, but I, I never remember, like, when Danielle was doing this, Jen was doing that, you know? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't remember the show that well. Well, kudos to uh Perry for putting this together. Ah, She's thank you. Yeah. Long time long time L L Deer. Uh one of our favorite Aussies. Um, oh yeah. Way up there. Uh yeah, it definitely looks like a lot of the time that Danielle was doing stuff, uh Jin like wasn't around or was not in the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Now, if it had been Saeed or something, that would have been a really hard sell. Yeah, you can't... I mean, Saeed would be the the hardest sell, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, can't, you can't make us buy that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no way. Um... There's more, I'm sure, but we can move on. And I can't help but feeling there's a little bit of luck involved there, that it just happened to be the the character who they had a chance to do this with happened to be a character that it worked for, you know, with their overall plot. Yeah. You know, I think I think there's some, some planning there at a certain stage, but, like, in general, the fact that it was able to work out that way, I feel like there's a little bit of luck there. Yeah. Well, I think, I think uh, you know... Most good writing has some luck involved. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like, I, hey, I don't mind that. It's just yeah. you know, I just. Well, if you don't mind it, why are you complaining? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always complain. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Um, 
think that's I think that's it. Okay, so the next scene. Yep. Okay, so Jin wakes up, uh, and uh, we hear someone behind him um, with a gun and tell him to turn around. And guess what? It's Sawyer. Sawyer realizes <laughs> who it is, and they're really happy to see each other. It's a nice reunion for everyone. Um, mm. uh, and by everyone, I just mean the two of them. Other people aren't don't necessarily seem all that happy. Other people are like, "Yeah, let's move on." Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Everybody's happy now. Let's let's go. Uh, Jen um, realizes his son isn't there, and asks where she is after a commercial break. Uh, <laughs> He says, where's son? And Sawyer's like, after this commercial break, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to phrase it. I mean, you have to just say there's a commercial there because uh, the scene just doesn't work without saying that. Did you, did you, um, what, what commercials did they show during this break? <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me that. <laughs> What is this, the nineties? I don't watch commercials. <laughs> what is this, nineteen ninety two? It's like, yeah, let me go check my VCR. <laughs> that's how I recorded it. Oh god. Oh, that's terrible. Oh man, laughing so at old used technology. To do that. I know. Yeah. Uh, used to set the clock and VH what? Oh god. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. So sad. Um It is sad. So anyway, right, so continue. Um yeah, there's so much more here. So the uh I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The three the three scientivos <laughs> speculate about what happened to Jen. Um Sawyer tells him that they that they're moving through time. Uh Jen wants to say something and asks Charlotte to translate for him. Sawyer thinks that Jen means Miles, who informs him that he's from Encino. Uh, Jen wants to know how they how they know that Sun is off the island. Locke says he's sure, uh, but it won't matter if they don't make it to the Orchid. Charlotte translates. Um, uh, Charlotte translates. Wow, I just put that there. I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. That is true. I, I wrote this, and I you know, I just don't know what I'm, why I put that there. Anyway, I mean, it's true. You're right. Charlotte tells him that Locke wants to bring him bring them back, including Son. Uh, Jen asks, why bring Son back? And Locke says, because uh, she never should have left. Oh, okay. That's, That's it. trap logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Locke. With airtight reasoning like that, you're going to go far. You are going to go far. <laughs> Down a well. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you got to love that. It's 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 a whole show where no one knows why things have to happen. But they're sure it needs to. Yeah, they're just so <laughs> sure, and they're just going to do it anyway. And we're just going to have to sit there and deal with that. I don't know, you know, uh, Locke's being sure wouldn't it ever got him anywhere worth a damn. 
Oh man, that is so true. Uh, <laughs> you're right. It really, at this point, Locke being sure is just not a good sign. Mm-mm. He was sure when he was beating on the uh, hatch and the light came on, he was sure that was a sign. You're right. Uh, but little did that lock know there was another lock across the jungle who knew that that wasn't a sign. So, <laughs> and uh, when um, when Locke decided that the button didn't do anything, he was really sure about that. <laughs> he was so sure. <laughs> he was so convinced. <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah, he is usually quite sure of himself. Um. And yet, <laughs> so sure, so wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing uh, he's still around after all of his mishaps. <laughs> um, the island wants it that way. I guess so. That's the only explanation. He really, he really needs some kind of, some kind of supernatural assistance. Can I just tell you that Locke is Jacob? You can tell can me just- that. All right, I, and I'll I, listen I, to you say that. <laughs> I think I think Locke is Jacob. You know this this whole cyclical nature that they're that they're showing on the show of this, you know, the others revere Locke because Locke went back in time and presented himself as their leader, and and, and like this sort of self fulfilling prophecy kind of a thing going on here. Um, you know, and then Locke's line about you know he doesn't want to go back and tell his former self to, you know, sort of um, not waste his time with what he's worried about at that point uh, because he needs the pain or whatever. Right. Um, you know, yeah, Locke is Jacob. Now, the reason why I think Locke is not Jacob is just very specifically that Damon and Carlton threw that out as a possibility. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just find it hard to believe if it were true, they would be willing to just say it uh, like that. Um. Otherwise, I would definitely entertain your theory. I mean, beside from aside from that, which is not has nothing to do with the show, it's just outside stuff. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I, I could definitely buy that they would go there, and yeah. that's why we haven't seen him. There's definitely a mystery about Jacob's identity. I mean, they've made it clear uh, because they've been unwilling to say who played him in that scene, and mm. when, in talking about, it, they make it clear that. You know, the, the, there's a reason why they're they're not saying, you know, um, that that's part of the story. Yeah. So, uh, you know, given what Locke's doing here, like it makes sense. Um, how did how did they how did they present Locke Locke being Jacob? What did they say? Someone someone asked uh, someone asked who Jacob was, and and they were like. We're, you know, we're we're of course not going to tell you at this point. Um, and then they said, uh, uh, and then they said, how do they say it? Oh no, I don't even remember. Was it like I don't know? Could be Locke. I don't have any pants on. <laughs> Was it something like that? They said they said Locke from the future. Hmm. That's that was what they threw out. But I now I don't remember exactly how they got to that. It was it was. Well, maybe he's Locke from the past. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, is that different enough? <laughs> I could just see the reason that Locke is going through all of this hell that he goes through in his entire life, which I have to say, more than probably any other character he's been through, just the the worst stuff. Yeah. 
for almost no reason. I mean, I don't, I don't think yet he's realized why. <laughs> right. Um, I can see some sort of grand reasoning in that. It's, it's sort of himself that's putting him through all of this, you know, himself being Jacob. Right. And sort of orchestrating this stuff for some other, for you know, some sort of fulfillment of his destiny. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he's supposed to become Jacob, so, yeah. you know, presumably he needs some preparation for that. I think so. So, yeah, it's sort of weird. It's like he, he, he needs to go through this so he can become Jacob. And since he's Jacob, he makes sure he goes through this so mm-hmm. he can become Jacob. And since he's Jacob... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I was thinking, I was thinking about this when I was watching the show, and it's just time is just not linear on this show. It, it's it's sort of you know uh, continuous, and you know it it just you know things don't have to happen yet for other things to happen because they're going to happen, so the other things do happen. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's just a weird way to to look at time. It is. It is. It kind of hurts. It's like, because, you know, Jin, uh, or maybe not Jin, it's a bad example, but, you know, um, when Locke and those guys go back to the 50s and the others camp, I mean, you know, they're there before they're even alive, <laughs> before they're even born yet. Yeah. You know, and that just doesn't doesn't really sit well in the average human brain. Right. Uh, it's like, how can you go back in time if you're not born yet? Well, because you went back in time. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the th- the the thing that bothers me for some reason even more than that is going back and there being two of you. Oh, that's even worse. Um yeah, uh something about that really confuses me. Mhm. <laughs> um, cuz I just I feel like that shouldn't that shouldn't be possible. It sort of it makes sense, but <laughs> it just sort of bugs me. Like it it makes it seem like where you know where did the second you come from? You know, from the I, future. I I know, but <laughs> but but uh, yeah. I think it's you know I was trying to think about this, and you know, you know we've had the the conversation before about uh, you know, um, you know different dimensions and and things like that, and you know time being the fourth dimension, and you know if right, you know we live in a three D universe. Um, you know, us moving through three dimensions is is no big deal. Um, <laughs> you know, if yeah. you were, were to talk to a, a two dimensional life form uh, and, and try to explain to it how to move in the third dimension, it would it would be like what? You know, like what? <laughs> like that's crazy. Um, and so I think you know the same kind of thing applies. Is it, it's weird to this whole time travel thing is sort of strange, but you know if if you could comprehend just, you know, the, you know, sort of four dimensions and it's no big deal to move in and out of time and through time the same way as you, you know, walk upstairs to your apartment or you go to the store or you go around the world or you go to a different planet or you go, you know what I mean? It's, it's the same kind of a thing. But the strange thing about time is that it, it seems like we don't have any control over it. You know, you, you can't, you can't really, have an effect on how you move through time. You know, that that seems sort of fixed. What do you mean? Oh, you mean, well, for us, because we're we're in this 3D, 3D world. Yeah. The and, same way, like I said, a 2D life form would, would, would have the same sort of limitation. 
it, right. would, it would feel fixed in, in its uh, in its sort of third dimension or whatever. But it, it just it seems like time is different than um, than than space dimensions. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that, but it seems that way to me. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it does seem that way, but I think it can be viewed as just another dimension with, you know, uh, with, with similar properties. I mean. It's sort of a dimension that carries us along with it. You know, it, it, it kind of controls us rather than rather than us uh determining. Uh well but don't don't the other dimensions do that too? Well not really. I mean not where in the we same are... way. I mean we can we can definitely easily have a direct influence on on the other dimensions. Yes. And and constantly, I mean, it's and it's, it's a mundane fact that we if can we, do that. Yeah, if we invented a time machine, we could potentially have the the same sort of power and control over time. Right, but we don't. You know, I mean, but that's, we don't. that's not <laughs> at this time. That's not you know that's not something that we can do. Like the yeah. the state of the universe, such as it is, allows us to move through space dimensions with. I mean, most people don't consider that to be a very exciting thing. Everybody can do it. Yeah. Um, moving through time would be a breakthrough, you know, would be a... Yeah. a, a, a I really feel like there's something different about time, um, but, yeah, maybe not. I, I, just, I feel like there shouldn't be anything in, inherently different if, if there's nothing inherently different about the third dimension or a second dimension, you know, like... We're a product of this universe, and so therefore we we have the ability to move through those three. Um, but it's just it's just the sort of ability that we that we have. I mean, we could you know almost as easily not have that ability. You know, I mean, if we if we could only move in two dimensions, then that would be our limitation. And you know, like I said, the third would be the weird one. Yeah, but I guess if it, if it were a third physical dimension. I guess you're saying time is like is like a fourth physical dimension that we just can't. Yeah. And yet, but we can sort of feel it. I mean, I, I guess I guess that's the point. I guess you know you 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 can tell that it's there, but you can't really perceive it the same way. Yeah. Um, you, you, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and 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 the perception is, of course, our own consciousness perceiving it. The way, like in in two dimensions, if you if you put a if you threw a sphere through two dimensions, they would just see it as a, a as a bunch of circles changing size. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they wouldn't quite. They would be able to like see the effect of a three dimensional thing, but not really grasp what what that third dimension is like. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So maybe, maybe time uh, is that way. It's just I don't know. I, it's hard for me to think of it that way. <laughs> I feel like it's that way on a very basic level. I mean, it might have some, you know, it might be, uh, there might be, you know, intrinsic things to it that makes it sort of special. But I think in, in a very basic way, it's it, the analogy should work, you know, of this other dimension that, I mean, because if you look at the show, the way they presented on the show, there, there, there sort of is no difference between when they're traversing the island and when they're traversing time. You know, they they just sort of do it. <laughs> and right. They, you know, it's not a big deal, really, other than the fact it's sort of killing them. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they're, you know, but that's for other reasons. But, um, yeah, it just, it seems to me like if you, if if the human body had the ability to 
you know, the same way, you know, you, your brain tells your muscles to walk, you know, walk upstairs, if your brain could tell your muscles to go back 20 years, you know. Yeah. Uh, the same sort of effect, you know. Right. Yeah, I guess though. I guess it just it just seems <sighs> I one one of the things about time is it seems like it seems like it's it's running or it's the it's the thing that when it changes um the fact that it changes is what allows all the other dimensions to change. Yeah, I think it's the opposite though. You know, it's, it's, I feel like if, if things in the other dimensions didn't change, you wouldn't be able to perceive time. It's, it seems like if you imagine time freezing, like I, I, if, if you really could just hold it still, uh, you know, the, the, physical, uh, the physical dimensions would, would freeze as well. You know, it seems like they depend on time. Well, see, I think it's vice versa. <laughs> I think if the physical dimensions froze, if everything in the universe stopped moving – and changing, then you, you sort of, you know, then, then time sort of has no meaning, you know, because time is, you know, the perception of, of things changing and one object moving to the other. If the object never moves, then, then what's, what's time? You know, I mean, I guess we're, you know, they're interrelated, obviously. Yeah. But, um, but I feel like, you know, it, we can perceive time, you know, because the, the stars move around and, you know, we, the sun, yeah. You know, we can perceive it, but it definitely seems like it's possible to me for something to stay still, even for the whole universe to stay still and time to go on. I mean, I, I think the heat death of the universe is basically that. The what of the universe? The heat death. The heat death? Yeah. What's yeah, the heat it's, death? It's, it's, it's this idea that at some point, um, at some point in the universe, all energy will be gone. And it will just it will it, the universe will sort of burn itself out, and and it all all energy will be expended, and it will just be in a in a uh, in in a kind of stasis, and that and that'll be the that'll be the end. So there's so there's no there's no movement, there's no change or anything no. in the universe. No. Okay, but then but then that's the thing. How are you perceiving time? Like to say that time. That's the thing. I don't think we could perceive it, and yet I still feel like it's there. Well, that's the thing. If it, 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 I would agree with you. It it might still be there, but what's what's its effect if you're not able to perceive it? Like time, sort of, to me, doesn't really have. Yeah. Well, at that point, time's effect is to keep everything constant. You know. I feel like I guess I feel like nothing has to happen for time to be affecting it. Time can just be affecting it by by having nothing happen. But what is the but what is the time though? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you have this universe, nothing's happening. Yeah. You know what? What is how, how do you time how then? do you even say what time means in yeah. that context? Because yeah. Okay. In order for you, you to know. perceive it, you have to have some sort of consciousness. Yeah. Or you have to say, okay, here's the here's the point at which the universe froze. And here's a point of time later when the universe is either still frozen or unfreezes or something else. But, but either way, you're still perceiving something. You're still setting up a beginning and an end. You're still defining what time is by that. You know? and, I, and that's why I feel like if, if the universe is, is frozen and, and you're not there to perceive it because you're frozen or dead or whatever, then time is effectively you know, gone. I mean, 
for you to step for you to say it still exists, I, I feel like means you have to enter that situation and observe it. Yeah, so I, 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 I mean I I can't I can't answer this question, but um I guess I guess I wanna say that uh that there's some there's some way to kind of objectively uh get at what time is that that doesn't depend on humans or human perception or anything like that, that you can talk about it in the absence of, even in the absence of any, uh, any movement or energy or anything like that. Like I, I want to think that there's a concept of time like that. Um, and that's possible to do that. Uh, I, I may very well be wrong about that, but that's, that's, that's what I, that's what I feel like ought to be possible. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would definitely love to hear a theory where that makes sense. But yeah, but like I said, for me it's 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 time is just dependent on um perception. Right. So Because I d I don't know what it is without without uh you know how do you talk about time without referencing something happening? <laughs> you know, like that you know, and maybe that's just yeah. Our no, it's a hard view. problem. It's a hard. I mean, problem, maybe that's just our limited view of what time is. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's 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 why I want a kind of objective. Um, I mean, the way we measure time is very subjective. You know, it's the the particular um, place. You know, uh, place that we are in the solar system and so on, like determines our yeah. time measurements. And that's that's clearly very subjective. Um, and here, yeah. But I just, I want to believe that you can do better than that. But here's the thing. Okay, say our universe freezes and, and you know, there's no movement, there's no energy. Like, okay, that that's not to say that this is the only universe out there, you know. Sure. Or, you know what I mean? It's like... At some point, is there something else where you can objectively uh, or sort of subjectively view time and say, hey, this little universe here where they have the humans and all that stuff, that's all done and frozen now, and it's been that way for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know, because I live in this other universe where yes. I can say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that that would definitely make sense. Um, that's still kind of a dodge because you're still using the subjective view of time. Yeah, well, and it's yeah, exactly. It's still it's it's not really dodging it because it's just a different perspective on it, you know. Yeah, well, I, I guess I feel like it doesn't it doesn't resolve the thing that I want to resolve. Yeah, exactly. Which is which I'm I'm trying to say is I don't can you really ever resolve that? Yeah, well, that's I mean you basically have to say every sort of physical manifestation of energy and matter if that's even enough to cover it, uh, freezes throughout every sort of <laughs> universe, multiverse, dimension, uh, anything you could ever be in or experience things from stops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, then you have to talk about time from that perspective. And that's when your head should just explode. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. That That's the only proper response to that. Uh it's it's i really can't i really can't make any sense of it um uh and you know i'm i i'm no physicist so i don't really i don't really know if or how that's done um mm-hmm. but uh i guess i suspect someone has thought about this 
And uh, I feel like I feel like there ought to be a way. I feel like there. I mean, it might be unsatisfying. It might be like, that's what you mean by time. Like, I don't buy that. Okay, but I just want something there where you can just point to it and you can say, you know, if it has this, then that's time. And and you know, and and it just comes down to checking whether whether it has that thing. You know. Well, if you ever find that out, let us know. Okay, I will. I'll report back. Because I think that this <laughs> that you're referring to is is some sort of uh, obser- uh, you know, observable change. Um, because you know they measure time with like you know the the sort of vibrations of atoms and crap. You know, like yes, down to very small levels. Um, so yeah. you know, if if, if nothing is, is literally changing. Um, you definitely, you know. it would definitely be pretty a big challenge to measure time in that context. I still, I still want it to be there. Yeah. Um, in some sense. Uh, but I agree that it's a hard problem, and I agree that I have no solution to it. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> you should go around. You should give a lecture about time, <laughs> and you present. You should present the challenges, and then. And then end with the fact that you have no answers, and then thank them all very much for their time, <laughs> and then leave hurriedly as they throw things at you. I watched that seminar. Yes, all sorts of fruit come flying all my way. All sorts. And tomatoes? Are they fruit? I don't think they are. Yeah, they're fruit. Oh, they are. God damn it! I always get it wrong. They have seeds. I think they're fruit. Shit. It's hard. Some fruit are, like, not even vegetables. <laughs> uh, seeds means fruit, huh? That's the... Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes buddy. Oh, sometimes. God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. I, I do think there was a fruit or two I came across, or I should say a vegetable or two I came across, and it was supposed to be a, it's a vegetable, but it has seeds, and it's like the exception. And it, it's, oh. it's a fine line sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I really thought it was a vegetable. I thought that was the answer. God damn it. I got to, yeah. All right, mental note. That's the general rule of thumb, though. It is definitely the general rule. Okay. I, that's, what I, that's what I ought to remember. Just like the, you know, if you say a preposition, then you say whom. That, that really helped me. Because I had no idea what to do <laughs> before that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Preposition. Uh, yeah, whom is used after preposition? Yeah. Yeah, there was a line in the last episode where I think Kate said like "away from who," and it really bugged me. <laughs> that was wrong. Yeah. It's like no. I was like, okay, well. Yeah, just just always remember um, the thing that that made me remember. I think probably in high school English or something was, uh, you know. Uh, uh, for whom the bell tolls. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I hadn't thought about that. There you go. So, okay. Well, um, you know, back uh, from contemplating the properties of the universe to this lost episode, uh, are you ready for the next scene? Uh, I'm ready for the next scene. As soon as I mention that, apparently oh. I'm on Wikipedia and under vegetables, and they have <laughs> oh, a, a very awesome Venn diagram. 
Okay. With uh, with with one circle being vegetables, and they have it looks like a beet and some broccoli, mm-hmm. and they have one circle with fruits, and it looks like uh, peaches and a pear, and in the middle, the single object in the overlapping part of the diagram is the tomato. Wow. Um, and there appears to be some reference to uh, vegetables in a culinary sense versus fruits in a botanical sense. So. I think there's some there's some uh, uh, some, some strangeness going on, and, and which is why it's hard to specifically uh, classify. Okay, sort of so there's a way people say the words, and then there's the scientific classification. Yeah, and they're not quite the same. I remember finding that out at some. There's something about berries that's weird. Like certain things are berries that you wouldn't think, like berries in the technical sense. And like certain things are what is it nuts, but they're actually beans or something. Yeah. Or they're legumes. Yeah. Or I know peanuts are legumes. Yeah, peanuts are legumes. It's not a nut, folks. It's not. It's not. No matter how much you think it is. <laughs> it's got a nut in the title, but it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think cashews also. Uh, Here's here's an interesting fact that I did not know. The question, sorry for this tangent, people who want to talk about lost. <laughs> um, the tomato, is it a fruit or a vegetable? Uh, that question found its way into the U.S. Supreme Court in 1893. <laughs> wow. A little, bit, uh, a little bit before all of our times. Um, the court ruled unanimously in Nix versus Hedden that a tomato is correctly identified as and thus taxed as a vegetable. Whoa. Uh, for the purposes of the 1883 Tariff Act on <laughs> Imported Produce. Okay, all right. The, well. court, the court did acknowledge, however, that botanically speaking, a tomato is a fruit. I see. However, scholars also contend <laughs> that, that anything not considered a meat may also be considered a vegetable. Um, what? Yeah. That's what this says. Like an egg? That... I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just... <laughs> it's it's almost like you asked me to move in the fourth dimension. <laughs> I just I couldn't, didn't understand, it, couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. I just, um, <laughs> I just find I, that crazy. I want to believe that in this strict classification of it's either meat or vegetable, mm. the egg would have to be meat. Meat, okay. And like I, milk I, and stuff would be meat too? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, milk is meat. Okay. All right. Um, Interesting. I, 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 I think... So I think like grains mean, and stuff would be vegetable? Yes. Well, because a vegetable is supposed to be, generally speaking, the edible parts of a plant. Okay. Okay. So if it's an edible part of a plant, it should be a vegetable. Okay. And if it's not an edible part of a plant, it's meat? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Well. So water is meat. Water is meat. (laughs) There you go. Who no, knew? I mean obviously something some things are are apparently neither meat nor vegetable. Yeah. Um, I don't know who these scholars are who say this. But, uh, <laughs> I don't either. I want to have a word with them. <laughs> That's a strange thing. Can't believe that went to the Supreme Court. What were they yeah. doing? It's crazy. <laughs> 1893 apparently they didn't, they didn't have much on the docket. <laughs> I uh, guess not. 
Like, what's next? The tomato question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's really. Uh, I guess they had already they'd already done the whole slavery thing, you know, end of the Civil War, all that. Um, so yeah, you know, they where do you go do from there? Tomato, <laughs> tomato. <sighs> all right, let's uh, let's get back on the off train. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You know, good to have a tangent or two. Um, keeps you uh, come come, sharp. come for the loss, stay for the tangent. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, so in the next scene, we go back to Sun, uh, pointing the gun at Ben. Sun demands the proof that Ben offered um, earlier. Uh, Kate uh, goes and gets Aaron from Sun's car and puts him um, in her car. Uh, ben suggests that they go see the person that is going to get them back to the island. Kay realizes that uh, getting back to the island is what this is about, and she says they're crazy and leaves. Um, Saeed decides to leave as well and promises that if he sees Jack or Ben again, it will be extremely unpleasant for all of us. Saeed leaves. Uh, Ben asks Sun again to go with him, and Sun agrees. All right. So there you go. Boom. Boom. Lost. Lost, yeah. So uh, they're definitely not unified here. Um, uh, Kate took off. You know, I could have seen that coming. Um, Saeed taking off. I don't know what to do about that. Uh, you know, yeah, Saeed is just, he's just, his, he's, you know, they say no man is an island, but Saeed is an island, dude. Yeah. I don't know what his thing is. I thought, you know, you know, I thought this would be the moment, you know, hey, Miss Hawking said Ben needed to bring all of them. <laughs> yeah. All right? So I thought this is the scene. They all get together. It all comes out in the open, you know, what's going on, and some people don't like it. But somehow they're managed to be convinced this is the right thing to do. Um, and it doesn't work out that way. And I, I think, you know, for various reasons, uh, one being, you know, Kate taking off, you know, um, that was a surprise to me only because I, I sort of thought, you know, they would be convinced in this scene that, to continue on the, this journey. But, um, but yeah, uh, they're not going to go leave now because I think, you know, I don't think Aaron's coming back to the island. Uh, so they've, they've got to, they've got to finish that whole thing. Um, uh, Saeed's thing, um, you know, he, he claims he doesn't, not only does he not want to see Ben, but he doesn't want to even see Jack anymore. Yeah. Uh, which is like, wow, okay, so you don't want to see anybody then, because those yeah. are probably the two people who would come find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and they're a package yeah. deal these days. So they are. Um, so yeah, and I don't know what he, what he, his threat. You know. Um, I did like I mean, that he said that it'll be extremely unpleasant for all of us. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like, does he mean if Ben comes to see him, that he's going to kill Ben and then go find Jack and kill him? Yeah, maybe. Like I, I kind of feel like he's saying, if either one of you finds me, all three of us are in trouble. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is kind of strange. I sort of like the idea that it won't be pleasant for him either. Yeah, like he's not going to like it, but <laughs> he's going to he's gonna do whatever he's going to do. Yeah, I mean, we got a sense of this when when he broke Curly out and he was he told him never to listen to Ben and 
you know, the thing about the dirty laundry or linen, whatever, dirty linen, wasn't it? Dirty linen. In the in the last uh, episode. Um, uh, but he was going along, and I thought he would just sort of come along until it got to a point where he didn't want to deal with it anymore, and then maybe he could leave. But he leaves pretty early here. I mean, he doesn't really know um, that much about what they're doing or why, seemingly. Um, yeah, now – I forget why did he come with them? Did he did he think did he think he was going to get Hurley or something? Yeah, originally Ben and 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 Said were gonna go get Hurley and they just went and met Ben's lawyer where he said Hurley's getting out tomorrow. And oh, that's that. right. So that's why Said that's yeah, that's right. He's hanging out with him because of that. Yeah. Um I don't know what they're gonna say to get Said to come back to the island. Yeah, I don't either. He doesn't seem to have a strong reason to go back. So unless Shannon's still there. Oh god. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that old thing. Never thought you'd see her again. Exactly. You know what I did? I did. I had the the this a random thought when I was watching this episode, and I'm like, you know, I really wonder what it would be like to have Boone. Uh, to be around this whole time, yeah. You know, like if Boone didn't die, like what what would he be up to these days? Yeah. You know, what kind of stuff would they have put him in? Uh, you know, the yeah, that's a good question. Where where he would have been for all the things? Yeah. Where where, where would he have been when the hatch exploded? And mm-hmm. where would he have been when when they when they others kidnapped Jack and Kate and so yeah. and all those guys and. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's gone on. I just, I don't know. I was like, what, what would Boone have done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would he have left the island? Would he have stayed on the island? Would he have died on the freighter or something? Mm-hmm. What would he have thought of what happened later? Yeah, he, he didn't get to see shit. I mean, he, he didn't get to see, yeah. <laughs> he really got nothing. No. Um, I mean, he knew there was something there on the island, but man, that was that was just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be weird. It would be weird if you're still around. I, I really have no idea what they would have done with him. Yeah. He um, has made a couple reappearances um, over time, and I guess I feel like we will see him again before the show's over. Yeah, I think so. But uh, but I don't know if that's really him or, I mean, that, that whole thing, you know. Um. But yeah, I see what you mean. Um. So yeah, the scene. Uh, what else? Yeah. You know that that oh. line that 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 Ben tells son, you know, uh, that he has proof of of you know that Jen is alive and all that. Mhm. And he and he says, uh, you know. Uh, you know, we can we can go this, to this place. You know, it'll take thirty minutes, and I'll and you you know I'll show you the proof that he's alive, or you can shoot me and never know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one of those big threats that Ben Ben has done so many times, he loves so that. many times. Um, Classic. And it's just it, it just reminded me of the the sort of threat he did with Kimi. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when Kimi had a gun to uh, Alex's head, and he basically did the same kind of. Um, same kind of threat, and it did not work out. Yeah, yeah, so, that was that was the one time somebody actually called him on it. 
Yeah, and and here I'm thinking, you know, Sun's got this gun pointed to his neck. <laughs> um, great place to shoot him, by the way. <laughs> um, that'll really hurt. <laughs> um, and um, you know, he has to basically he he's got to base his 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 um, you know, he's got to go all in on the fact that more than anything, Sun wants to see Jen again slash know that he's okay. Right, so yeah. he's banking on that, but like it's it's a tricky game because you know, like she says, you know, she spent three years thinking that he was dead. You know, that coupled with the fact that Ben is not the most trustworthy person, uh, understatement of the year. <laughs> uh, I guess the year just got started, but anyway. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, it'll. I'm just gonna win. call it now. <laughs> How about the economy's not that bad? <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> uh, I think that wins. Anyway, um, but for Lost, yeah, that wins. Um, so anyway, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just the, I, I just like that situation where he really has to be sure that uh, how, he, he's got to trust in her. It's like, He's got to put his faith in what she believes in order for him to live, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He's got to sort of imagine how much she wants to see Jen again. And uh, and if he's wrong, then he's going to die. Yeah. Um, and it's just an interesting little little thing that he's, you know, this is this is like a walk in the park for him, you know. Uh, he's, he's been in worse situations than having son put a gun to him, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he's laughing on the inside. Um, yeah. Especially if he knows, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, here's the, here's, the, here's the straight truth. If Ben somehow knows that he does something later in the future or the past, then he is sort of assured of his, you know, of his, that he's going to live that long. Yeah. You know? That's true. So that could be influencing a lot of his, a lot of his, uh, his motivations, you know? Right. It could be. It could be. Because he's, he's like, son can't kill me. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. it, just, it won't happen. Because so. it doesn't happen, so it never did happen. <laughs> right. Um, all right, well, that's it uh, for me in this scene. We pick up on it, you know, some of this stuff later. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, okay, so so the next scene, we're back on the island. Um, Jen wants to go with Locke. Who thinks that's going to happen? <laughs> oh, Locke and Jen. Locke and Jen, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Tag team. Now, now they're going to get some stuff done. You got Locke and Jen. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. One, 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 <laughs> one can't walk, one can't talk. <laughs> 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 oh jeez. <sighs> that's yeah, that's good. They can have their own spin off show. <laughs> <sighs> They're like a private detective agency or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh they somehow they get the job done. I don't know. <laughs> Like, Locke can't get there because he can't walk. Right. Jen can get there, but he can't talk to anybody. 
But together. But together, I don't know. Jin carries Locke. Every, at the end of every episode, Jin carries Locke to the place they need to go, and then Locke mm-hmm. talks to whoever he needs to talk to, and then the case is solved. <laughs> Worst show ever. <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> but I'd watch it. I'd have to watch it. I would it. watch it. I would totally watch it. Um, okay, anyway, uh, that's not all that happens. Uh, <laughs> so, Locke, uh, Locke says Jin can't go with him, but he doesn't know why. Um, he just can't. Um, uh, Dan talks to Charlotte and agrees that they should go to the Orchid, but he doesn't understand why bringing the Oceanic Six back will have any effect on what's going on right now. Um, another time flash starts. Charlotte says, oh, no, it's uh, after the time flash, it's night. Um, and then we get quickly another time flash, and it's day again. Um, Charlotte collapses. Uh, Juliet's nose is bleeding, as is Sawyer's. Charlotte tells Jen not to let them bring her back because, dun, 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 this place is death. <laughs> because the little prince... <laughs> oh wait, that doesn't fit here. <laughs> because Jughead. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. That would be that, those are the outtakes. <laughs> like no Charlotte, this week's episode title. Go. <laughs> then she then she nails it. You know, because so all the best cowboys have daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, because White Rabbit. <laughs> um, so <sighs> this thing here at the end when she's she's sort of frantically speaking in Korean to Jin, mm-hmm. and then Sawyer says, what did she say? Does she literally just repeat everything she said in English? That's the sense like, I got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was just weird to me. It seems like she, she, yeah, she just like said it all in English. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that was weird. Because usually, in, in something like that, like they'll say it in whatever language, and mm-hmm. then you know we need to translate it, and then they'll just say part of it or the last part or something. Right. But it seems like she just kind of repeated everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. That was handy. Yeah, no one right. was really going to be able to translate it, so. Yeah. I mean, Jen could have translated. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I feel like what she said, he could have he could have said that. Yeah. Don't bring Sun back. No reason. This place kill you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, okay. how, they, I don't know how they write his stuff, but. Right. <laughs> I think you got it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was thinking of Jin as Tarzan, so mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> right. that's what they do. It does seem to be very Tarzan. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, there's a fine line between between poor English and just being Tarzan. Yeah, there is. There hard is to, a... It's hard to and tell. Where sometimes that, sometimes that line is a loincloth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sometimes it's not. <sighs> right. 
So the whole thing with Locke, one of the many times through this episode where he knows some, he knows ha- that something has to go a certain way, but he doesn't know why. Right. Uh, like you said, he tells Jen this is a one-man job. That's just the way it is. And, mm-hmm. and you know, um, yeah, it's just no one really – I mean, did anyone say, <laughs> like, you know, Jen can't be there when Locke turns the wheel? You know, it's just like Locke – No, it doesn't I mean, seem – it be, seems like he just thinks that. Yeah, I mean, beyond the fact that, you know, Locke believes he has to go do this thing and that ultimately it will be a one-man job, which I, I'll agree with him is a, you know, fine, that's a value, that's a reasonable assumption. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, Jen can't go with you up until that point. Like, somehow that's too much, you know, I don't know. Right. Um, but, yeah, this whole thing about, you know, Locke says, you know, he doesn't know why it's that way. It just is, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a little crazy, but it, that's that's pretty much Locke's mo. This whole you know show. <laughs> it is. It's it's weird. It's weird to me because, um, the this whole season uh, kind of hinges on doing things for a reason that no one knows. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of odd that they have to be motivated by thinking it needs to be done, but having no idea why. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, it's hard for me to deal with that, that yeah, I mean, it's very urgent that they do this for some reason. So much know? of this seems like they have to do these things because, it, you know, this whole time travel thing may, it makes it seem like they have to do this stuff because if they don't, you know, it's like the sequence of events, you know, all of the sequence of events have already happened in a certain perspective. Right. And they can't change that. But they have to sort of do these things because they do these things, <laughs> and it's almost like they're compelled to do them because they do them, and they don't they don't know why they have to do them. Yeah. Because the reason that they have to do them is because they do them. <laughs> and what's even worse is I'm not trying to sound intentionally confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I think what's going on here. Uh, so you think that. You think that this has something to do with time travel? I, I think it, it, it's sort of like these events, you know, sort of happen in a specific way, and they have to they have to sort of do those events that way. Yeah. And I feel like there's this sort of compelling force to make sure that happens. You can, you can call that the universe or something. Yeah. But but there's some sort of thing that's basically you know, making them making them do these things the way that they do happen, <laughs> you know, because they're not changing how things happen, you know. And they're, they're really sort of not even, you know, it's almost to a certain degree, they're not even making up, they're not even making their own decisions almost, you know, it feels that way. It's just like, well, Locke is supposed to go down there and break his leg, and that's what he does. And, yeah. You know, that's what he always did. And, you know, like, you know, we're it's almost like we're just watching – we're just watching these events play out that have already been set in motion, you know. Yeah, and and that's very um it's that's very that's very strange for drama, I think. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um which I think a lot of times hinges on um there being various possibilities for things. Um yeah. and the different characters wanting different things and you know thinking that that there's actually a chance it could go various ways. Yeah. Um, when when everything is sort of set out, it's going to be this way because it is this way. I mean, 
you can look at it that way, but it just it just feels very I don't know. Um it's too it's just too rigid, you know, it's too yeah. uh it's too set. Like there's just it's, it's just, like it's not very exciting when they're just playing out the things that like, they're gonna do. Yeah, I mean it's like Sun could shoot Ben, but she doesn't, so she can't. Right. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like she she sort of she sort of makes up her mind not to shoot him, and so when we see the events play out, she sort of can't shoot him because she's already sort of not. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot to handle. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of that. And so when characters say, you know, I don't want you to do this or they try to fight this, it's sort of it's either useless or that's already part of the story. Mhm. You know? So uh the, I, to me the big problem comes into when when is a character able to say what they can and can't do because it's like you know oh um you can't you can't do x y and z because you didn't do that before well maybe let me try to do it and if i do it then i did it right you know, it's just like <laughs> It's almost like okay, if you can actually do it, then then that's fine. Or but if you, then if you don't do it, then that's fine too. And it's just yeah. It's sort of when when are you following the script and when are you not? But I know. guess what? You're always following the script. That's that's the thing. <laughs> Whatever you can do, you did do. Mhm. Um. So so whatever you do is what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just hard to think that way. I mean, that's just not. That's just not the way things actually seem to work. I mean, maybe yeah. they do in some sense, but it certainly seems like when various options come up, we actually could pursue one or the other, and it hasn't already happened. I mean, it feels that way. That's, I think that's the thing about time travel, and that's the thing about the perspective of uh, of time, is that, you know, even right now, even, you know, what most people would call the present, which is, you know, this moment right now, if someone from the future came back, they could tell us what we're going to do. And, yeah. you know, presumably, you know, and it, and it's not like we didn't have a free will to do those things. It's just that they knew what we did. Yeah. And that's what's, that's what's strange, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the part that really gets me, I guess, is the fact that, um, is the fact that time travel occurs and, the effects of time travel um, are already incorporated into the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to get at earlier about time not really being linear. It just being this sort of, you know, continuous thing where, you know, the the sort of first time that, you know, people on Earth are experiencing, you know, the 1950s, you could find the Lofties there back in time. Right, you know, um, like because it, because that time period is linked to everything that's going to happen afterwards. Yeah, including when they in the future go back in time. So it's it, it's definitely hard to think about that because we definitely think of time as being linear. Yeah, and we I mean we can sit here and say we can think about something we did last week or whatever, and we can say we did that. You know, we know what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea that we could go back and tell ourselves that we're going to do that um, 
well, I guess the point is we can't do that, sort of, because we didn't do that. Yeah. That's that. These these logical loops are, are where where I start to spin out of control and steam comes out of my ears, mm-hmm. and I just uh, you know just want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's the thing. It's it's the sort of instance that something could change the past. I mean, even more, even quicker than that because it it's already done it. You know. Um, and it's already being factored in into the present. Yeah, it just future. seems like there's an inherent, um, yeah, there's just an inherent. the The effects of the future have already, the effects of the future on the past, are are always there. Yeah, you know, it, that, it, there's it something sense. about that that seems like there's no way it can work that way. It makes it seem like. Um, you know, take Terminator, for example. Uh, it makes it seem like, you know, Skynet could never send, uh, you know, robots back in time to destroy humanity. Yeah. Because if they did that, then they would already have done it, and we'd be living in that right, right. now. Right, yeah. Now, that was and, the paradox. You know, that that's the thing that people always say about it. If they go back and kill, you know... Um, if Connor. They, uh, Connor, Connor, yeah. If they kill him or or his mom or whatever... Then, then they wouldn't have gone back because it, it, mm-hmm. it, they already would have been killed. Yeah. And I guess the law solution to that is um, whatever they did, they failed. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they can go back and try, but they, they can't succeed because they went back and didn't succeed. Yeah, it would be if they if they if they do succeed, then they always succeeded. Right. Which which, which you know. Which and is if fine, they and but... if they always succeeded, then they wouldn't have like they just can't. They cannot succeed if if he's alive, in the future, it's too late. <laughs> you know they they can't go back and kill yeah. him because that's yeah. already been taken into account. Yeah. And that that's that solution is is bizarre to me. It works, but it's hard to think about. I mean, that's the thing. Can't you you should not be able to go back and stop yourself from being born. Right. And if you are able to do that, I would have to the only way I can make sense of that is is you're in a different timeline. Yes. Yes. When you're in a lot of different timelines, that that gets that gives you a lot more freedom. Yeah, because I mean, here here's the, here's the conundrum. I mean, you know, take the example of you want to go stop yourself from being born for whatever reason. Uh, you know, at what moment does your you know sort of future or present existence you know stop existing? Is it right. the moment you build the time machine? Is it the moment you get into the time machine? Mm-hmm. Is it the moment you go back in time and find you know your mother or whatever the yeah. situation is? Is it the moment? When you shoot your, you know, your previous, you know, at what moment do, would the events trickle through time? Right. And it seems like it should be, you know, instantaneous. It seems like, it, you know, even the moment where you And what does the moment that mean idea, when you're traveling through time? What is what? You know, how, how, do, you, how do you define what a, what a moment is when you're talking about a context where you can travel through time? Yeah. What, do you, what do you take to be the moment? You know, when he, exactly. And that's why I feel like, you know, what Loss is saying is it, it's like with this idea of at what moment would, you know, you stop existing if you try to go back and kill yourself. It's you sort of go back and back and back and back and back and back and you just keep going back until you realize you're just in a circle and it's a closed circle of yeah. events. 
you know, um, because there 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 shouldn't really be a period, you know, uh, of when you would stop existing. Because you know, why is it the moment you shoot yourself and not two seconds before that if you're going to eventually shoot yourself? Right. Your previous self, you know. Uh, or why isn't it five minutes before that? Or why isn't it before you even invent the time machine? If you're going right. to eventually invent the time machine and succeed. So it's like you go back far enough to where you're just you're just in this loop. Yeah. Of where it's sort of you just can't do it. Right. It's weird. It is weird. It is weird. Because it, it, it really does seem to mean that you know that that you don't have options, but I guess the idea is supposed to be somehow you you have options. There's just there's just an option you're going to pick. Yeah, that's the thing. You have options. You just you just eventually make a choice, and that's the choice you you make, and that's it. I mean. Yeah. Um. And but the thing is, you know, you in in some sense you can't you couldn't have chosen the other ones, and that that's the part that you know seems hard to swallow. Well, it's like, okay, last week I had, you know, I had, you know, say I had pizza or something. I mean, could I have chosen to have something else? I think the answer is yes. It seems like it should be yes. Would I have chosen to have something else in that situation, given the set of circumstances? I think no. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the choice is sort of predicated on, you know, what you're thinking of at the time and the circumstances. Right. And the outcome should should equal that and... Yeah, so it's like you have the option of choice, but it, it it comes down to you know how you make the decision, and and that's you know maybe that's just a, a sort of finite equation. Right. Yeah. And that's where Miss Hawking comes in. There you go. Because she's got the equation for your choices. <laughs> What are my choices, Miss Hawking? Well, I'll tell you. Because I don't sound like this at all. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like someone. Sounds like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's not who I was thinking, but yeah, it kind of uh, does. I don't know who that is. Oh, you know who that reminds me of? It reminds me of... Anybody, you remember... Uh, on Arrested Development when... <laughs> <laughs> when Tobias was Mrs. Featherbottom. When he pretends, yeah, Mrs. Fe- that's who that yes. reminds me of. Hello, I'm Mrs. Featherbottom. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the most hilarious things ever. Yeah, it was. When he just, he got, he got confused about, like, who who he was, and, like, I haven't seen you in weeks. I saw you earlier today. Oh, that's right. Um... Yeah, it just, yeah, oh, man. Oh, David Cross, what are you doing to me? I know, I know. (laughs) So funny. Yeah, it's great stuff. You know what else is great stuff? Um, I'm not, I'm going to say not the next scene, something else, (laughs) but we're going to go to the next scene anyway. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so in the next scene, we got Son, Jack, and Ben riding in the van. Ben's driving. Son notes that it's taking longer than 30 minutes. Uh, than the thir- Sorry, it's taking longer than the 30 minutes Ben said it would take, but Ben didn't account for traffic. Mm-mm-mm. Jack apologizes for leaving Jen behind. Um, Son says, why are you telling me this? Classic lost. 
Um, are you going to ask me not to kill Ben if he's lying? Jack says, after what he did to Kate, Jack will do it himself if son doesn't. Ben, uh, Ben's overhearing this conversation, so he... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm in the car, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so, he, uh, so he stops this... I will stop this van. I will pull over right now, kids. <laughs> I will turn this van around and take us right back home. Uh, so Ben says that uh, uh, after he stops the band, uh, the van, Ben says that he's helping them and he's done a lot to keep them and their friends safe. And if they knew about that, they'd never stop thanking him. And he, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and says to shoot him now if they're going to. Um, and Son says, drive. All right. So they don't shoot him. Drive, bang. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought it was weird when Jack said that he, he was going to kill Ben if, if Son didn't. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't, you know. I mean, there hasn't been much time to process what was what happened in the previous scene. but it's, Yeah. Uh, you, you know, now we know how how upset Jack is about what Ben did to Kate. Um, I don't really think he was really serious, um, but um, yeah, it but, kind of so, seemed to me like he was just trying to be nice to Son. It, it, it seems like he was was definitely upset and pissed off at Ben about it, and sort of meant it. But it just would be weird to me to for Jack to be, you know, sitting in the back of the van this whole time. And then they get to where they're going, and Ben turns out to be lying, and then Jack kills him. Right. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't. It, it I don't really weird. see that happening. I don't see that happening. Sorry, Jack, but it, it was a nice sentiment. Yeah. Um. So so Ben 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 pulls over and he tells them, you know, if you guys knew what I have been doing for you all, uh, you would never stop thanking me. <laughs> um. I just I just wonder how true that is. <laughs> like I I really believe that Ben has been through an ordeal and has had to, you know, do a lot of stuff to to sort of fulfill this plan that he's trying to trying to accomplish. Um but I just don't know. Would I just don't know if if they re- if he really told them that they would just really never stop thanking him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thank you. I just, <laughs> You know, even if he was like, I had to kill these people because they wanted to kill you, or I had to do this crazy thing so I could get this crazy thing so I could go do this, and I almost died, and I had, you know, I just don't know what he could say that would really just make them so, you know, um, I was trying to say gratified, I guess. Maybe that's gratuitous. I was thinking gratuitous, but that didn't seem that didn't seem right either. Yeah, no, that um, means like unnecessary. Yeah, um, I think yeah, but you know what I mean. Gracious. Him... Gracious? No. Does that work? I don't know, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Even if it was something you know worthy of that, would they really? I mean, after all he's done, I'd be like, well, you owe us. 
Or grateful. You, you do, you know. Yeah, grateful. Maybe that's. Yeah, I don't know. Um, something with a G. Yeah, it is definitely something with a G. Uh. No, I agree. I mean, I definitely think he's exaggerating a little bit. I mean, it's hard to yeah. believe they would really, literally, never stop thanking him. Um. Uh, I could buy they might thank him. A couple times, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. I, I feel like Ben might believe that, or he could just be lying. He does lie a lot. Um, yeah. Which is another kind of understatement, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I believe him. I That's the thing about Ben. I. Why he, do you believe him? He, he lies what? all the time, and yet, like, I really, his sincerity wins me over, over and over again. I, I always think, oh, he means it, oh, he means it this time. Since when is listening to Ben <laughs> ever got you anywhere worth it? <laughs> I'm just going to say it again. All right, well, you know. And then and then I'll add, I believe him too. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. I don't know how he does it. It's really astounding to me to have a character who is notoriously and admittedly a liar, mm-hmm. um, has spent a huge portion of the show telling lies, uh, and at the very least, um, withholding the truth. Um, and yet, I still continue to believe him pretty often, considering well, that. I really think it's a similar syndrome to... Oh, I know, you know, he beats me, but he loves me. He promises he won't do it again. I mean, I, I really I really think it's something where you, you, you're sort of believing in the hope that he's telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, and Because you want, you know, you, you want that to be the, you know, the situation where, okay, he's telling the truth, and th- that means we'll get to this place that you want to get to. Um, and so you're believing in the hope, which, which sort of, you know, out – outshines the the apparent truth right. which is you know you really should just never trust him that should be the sort of default stance but somehow it's you know it's that it's that hope thing you just you're hoping yeah you know, maybe this is the time that he's telling the truth and <laughs> yeah you know maybe I guess this so. is, you know yeah i mean back in the back in the season 4 finale you know he had that whole thing where you know he kills he kills Kimi and he's basically responsible for the boat blowing up um, and he was callously indifferent to that at the time, you know, mm-hmm. though, whatever. And even, even, even though that had just happened when he, when he goes down there to turn the wheel and he's like, I, I hope you're happy now, Jacob. And, and he's having to leave the island behind and leave the others and hand him over to Locke. And like, I actually felt sorry for him. Oh, totally. <laughs> I couldn't believe I felt sorry. For, it's just so ridiculous. I don't know what his magic is, but, like, I actually sympathized with him, even though it just doesn't seem like he should be sympathetic in that context. (sighs) Well, you know, I think it's because in that context, he's basically sort of, he's sort of making a sacrifice, you know. Um, Yeah. You know he doesn't want to leave the island. He's sort of, it's basically like I've been doing all this bad stuff because someone else is, wanted me to or I've at least thought that this is the thing to do for this other person. Yeah. And he you know, he becomes, you know, more human at that point because it's not that he's just this maniacal person so much as, you know, we're hoping he just has a plan that doesn't really make sense to us and yes, 
sort of involve some objectively bad things. Yeah. But but it's all for some reason that will come clear. And again, I think it's you know you're just sort of it's it's this hope thing. Yeah, you're um, right. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Know. It does seem it does seem like, you know, there's some there's once we fully understand Ben, we'll say oh. Mm-hmm. And 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 be able to deal with what he's done, even if you know it's like, well, that was bad, but we can at least kind of get it, and yeah, you know, it won't just seem like just just you know aimless evil. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, you're right. There's always the hope. There's always the hope. So uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so you ready for the next uh, scene here? Mm. Wait, what scene are we on? Oh, the, oh, the van. The van, scene. yeah. Um, the thing about traffic, um, <laughs> as soon as as soon as sunset, you said we'd be there in thirty minutes. I thought they're in Los Angeles. <laughs> it was probably was traffic, and then he says, "I didn't account for traffic." <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing Ben can't plan for. Yeah, traffic on the 405. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's... Um, Clockwork precision, all of his plans. And it's funny because, you know, I, I live in L.A. And, and you know, when Ben said it, it would be take 30 minutes to get there, you know, that seems like a, you know, a, quite a bit of a drive, but really, like... Oh, yeah. They could have gone 10 miles, <laughs> and it could take 30 minutes or longer. Man, I could go... <laughs> I could make a full circle around where I live, probably about... Probably about three or four times in 30 minutes. <laughs> no problem. That's crazy. That yeah, seems no. like a long drive to me. I don't ever need to drive 30 minutes anywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, 30 minutes, I could, yeah, I could get a few places here in 30 minutes. But, it, yeah, no, it, yeah, 45 an hour, yeah, that's that's no big deal. That's, mm-hmm. I just went, I went, I went down the street. It took me an hour, you know. <laughs> wow. wow. Crazy. But um, I don't know. I thought that was funny, and um, you know, I think he—it's obvious he should have used Google Maps because <laughs> they tell you the time to get there, including traffic times. So he could have been a little bit more accurate if he used uh, the resources available. <laughs> Good point. Maybe next time he'll he'll remember to use Google Maps. Google Maps. It'll now get you with, now with Street View. <laughs> It'll get you where you want to be when you want to be there. And fun. And fun. Thank you. <laughs> um, Throw that in there. Yeah, why not? It is fun. I like Google Maps. Who doesn't? Uh, yeah, I'm ready for the next thing. Okay. Uh, so back on the island, Charlotte is saying things brought on by her reaction to the time flashing. Um, Locke wants to keep moving. Locke says they have to leave Charlotte behind. Dan will not leave her behind. Uh, another time flash happens. Charlotte tells him to go. Sawyer asks Locke what to do if the orchid isn't there. Charlotte tells him to look for the well. Uh, everyone leaves except Dan and Charlotte. They stay behind. Um, they, uh, the rest of them, uh, arrive at the orchid. 
Um, but another time flash happens, and the orchid's gone. And then they uh, they find the well that Charlotte was talking about, and Miles wonders how Charlotte knew it was there. Um, maybe I'll just do the next scene, too. Uh, um, sorry. Uh, so back with, uh, back with Dan and Charlotte, uh, Charlotte says she grew up on the island with Dharma Initiative. Um, then she moved away with just her mom. Her mom would tell her that the island wasn't real. Um, Charlotte became an anthropologist to find the island. What? She, she, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's been searching it for it her whole life. Charlotte says she remembers something from when she was little and still on the island. A man came to her and told her she had to leave the island and never come back, that if she came back, she would die. Charlotte says that that man was Dan. Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Didn't want to leave that too long. So, okay, there you go. And scene. And scene. Um, uh, yeah, this scene is uh, pretty crazy. So, you know, we talked about last time how, um, you know, when Charlotte had the big, the big to-do last episode when she passed out and all that stuff. And, and then she... Uh, you know, she saw it was Daniel, and it seemed like it was, like, the constant thing working. We were talking about that. Yeah, that was my uh, theory. That was uh, pretty pretty, pretty far off base. Yeah. I, you know, like I said then, I, I thought it made sense if it was, you know, I, I, I thought she, I kind of thought she was going to die eventually, and I figured, you know, but if, you know, that if it was about the constant thing, then, okay, she'd be okay. But But then it came back again. Yeah. Uh, just when you thought we were done with all that. Yeah. Uh, we're not. Not at um, all. So, yeah, we see her sort of doing this thing that other time-traveling people have done uh, with this sort of reliving past events kind of a thing. Um, it, and it's interesting, you know, like she's doing the whole why can't daddy come with us being sort of like a child thing, and then, then she's an adult again, and uh, you know, Sawyer says, what is she talking about? And Dan says, I have no idea. And it's like, but don't you have some idea? Don't you? Re- if you think about it, Dan, don't you have some clues as to what's going on here? Um, I, I feel like he should, he should have some idea of what, 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 why she, what she's going through, and he doesn't seem to. So I don't know what you make of that. No, you're right. He's completely perplexed by everything she's saying. <laughs> he doesn't even seem to know that she that she was an anthropologist. <laughs> you're a what? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah I expect him to to be a little bit more a little bit less confused mm-hmm. than he is. Um, but he just yeah as soon as it starts he's just constantly perplexed. Yeah. Saying, what does that mean? Why are you telling me this? I don't know. <laughs> and so on. Um, yeah, I, I did like the whole thing with the flashes happening faster and faster. Um, oh, yeah. Because it, it makes it seem, uh, you know, that their situation's more dire uh, if they keep. Because if the flashes just keep happening faster and faster and faster, then, you know, they're going to die sooner. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, very easy way to crank up the drama here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so what else is going on in this scene? They want to leave her. Uh, I love the, yeah, let's leave her here. We'll come back for her. <laughs> okay, so you guys are in the middle of time traveling. You're trying to go to this station where you think Locke can get off the island to save everybody. You don't know what's going to happen when you get there, if you get there. But, yeah, we'll come back for you. <laughs> All right. I'm not buying that one. No. Not that I don't think he means it. I just, it, it just seems like in this situation, it's pretty, it's, it, I, would, I would find it hard to believe that, that they, that, that, yeah, to trust that, yeah, you guys will come back for me. Yeah. Like they, they might not be able to. Right, right. You know, uh, who knows what could happen. So, um, so yeah, Dan stays with her. Um, I, and 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 Sawyer's question: um, What happens if the orchard isn't uh, isn't the, the orchid isn't the there? orchard? Yeah, orchid and orchard have always been the same word in my vocabulary oh, okay. for a long time. Uh, pre pre lost. Right. Um, it's just a similar similar words. I can't argue with that. Uh, especially like orchid is like a flower, right? And, yeah. And you know, orchard mm-hmm. you know has plants and stuff. Something to do with plants, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Oh, what did Sawyer say about the? So orchid? he basically says, you know, what if it isn't there mm-hmm. when we get there? Uh, which I expected someone to say, it's always been there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was Juliet to say Juliet, that? Juliet, right? yeah. <laughs> the orc, the orchid's always been here. How long has it been there? Long, long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Juliet. <sighs> yeah, I know. Oh, that was the thing I was going to mention in the scene with Jen. Um, you know, like you were saying, um, you know, Sawyer was very happy to see Jen. And then, like, Julie, they, they cut the, you know, the rest of the guys there. Juliet seems really, really happy to see him. Oh, we're really happy that he's there. But, you know, nothing. They don't, like, hug or anything. Right. But I did expect some sort of something with Locke. He seems to be even less sort of caring. Yeah. Because Juliet looked really happy. And Locke yeah. was just sort of, oh, cool, Jen's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Miles was like, whatever. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah, I just want to mention how um, I don't know how Juliet was really happy. <laughs> yeah, Juliet was happy. Yeah, she's, she's really happy. But yeah, I don't think I don't think her and Jen are there yet, where they can, uh, you know, get overly excited about yeah seeing each other in this scene. That would have been yeah, weird. It, was, it was appropriate. Yeah, yeah. But um, Sawyer definitely, um, so, yeah. Because somebody thing, was happy to see him. I know, right? The other thing I, I was going to mention about that scene, too, is how, you know, the um, the little the little thing they tried to um, do with, you know, not, you know, having the gun, the gun pointer off screen. You know, you think it might be Danielle because that's the last person who was trying to shoot Jen. You know, but it's but it's actually Sawyer who's got the gun on Jen. But right. It, did, it didn't really work because you heard Sawyer's voice. It was really, <laughs> really obvious that it was Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, they did. They I, I I sort of like that they didn't try to make him talk different. 
Yeah, they didn't really. Tr- they didn't try very hard to make to pull that that little that little thing off, but uh, but yeah. it still works because they didn't try really hard. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it maybe it would have been better if they had Sawyer put on a French accent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they didn't, which is good. <laughs> yeah, I think. It's like, why is Sawyer speaking to the French accent all of a sudden? <laughs> oh well, don't ask that question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think they could get away with that as much as they might have liked to. Or they could have just, you know, you hear the you hear the gun being, um, you hear the gun, um, someone aiming the gun at you know at Jen, and no one says anything, and then Jen turns around and it's Sawyer. You could have had the silent reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have done that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, back to this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a little ways back. That's all right. Um. So. We get this part. So then, yeah, since Charlie says, look, you'll find it at the well. Um, so clearly she knows, you know, she's been on the island before, which we had already, you know, pretty much figured out. Yeah. Um, why she knows about this well, I think, is an interesting question, uh, considering what's down there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she sort of seems to know what they're looking for, even though she, she sort of appears, I don't know, I feel like she's, you know, this is, you know, obviously memories coming from her child self mm-hmm. or her, you know, f- former memories or whatever. Right. Um, but anyway, but my point about the Sawyer line, what what happens if the orchid isn't here is just the fact that uh, I'm glad someone asked that question. Oh, if the orchid isn't there anymore? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because at this point, they don't, I mean, they don't have any idea where they are, and they just went through, like, three flashes or something. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have to account for that. Um, I suspect that the Orchid set doesn't exist anymore, and Mm -hmm. that that's at least part of the reason why we don't really see it. I would believe that, because when we did see what they showed us of it, you know, it was not the original Orchid. Definitely didn't look like the way I remember it looking. Yeah, it looked like it was, you know, I guess maybe sometime in the future afterwards. It looked like either it hadn't finished being built or it had been demolished. Yeah. Uh, One of the two. And um, so, yeah, so, yeah, I think you're right on that one. They probably don't have that set anymore. Yeah, just one of those things. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're not likely to see the swan hatch anytime soon. <laughs> you know, yeah. much as they might like to film scenes in there, they'd have to build that entire set again. Yeah, no one wants to do that. Yeah, they don't want to do that. No one wants to do that. So yeah, that's I think that's part of why they did this well thing. But it, on the other hand, you know, they're they're time traveling, so they definitely have an excuse to have the orchid not there. Yeah, that's that's possible and reasonable and all that. Other abols. Other very many abols. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so here, here's where we find out, I guess, everything we're ever going to know about Charlotte um, mm-hmm. before she dies. Um, she used to be on the island. I guess now that I read the transcript, uh, she knew there was this thing, the Dharma Initiative. Um, I, I guess I, th- I thought she was saying she was with them, but maybe she wasn't even saying that. I don't know. Um, 
so then she moves away uh, with her mom, uh, but but she never sees her dad again. So then that whole thing comes up, um, mm-hmm. uh, and she she was an anthropologist because she wanted to find the island again. So I guess that sort of explains the scene with the uh, uh, with the polar bear where she finds the Dharma collar, and mm-hmm. you know she she knew about Dharma and. So she was looking for the island and blah blah blah. Um, I just think I just think it's kind of unfortunate that you know they got this um, they got this anthropologist on the island and she she never did anything. She with, never did any actual anthropology. <laughs> what? She never actually did anything with anthropology. Right. That's what I mean. You know, she the the skill set that she had that had seemingly had potential was never utilized. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas Dan, for example, has has utilized um his knowledge in various ways. At, you know, Miles' ability has come up a few times. You know, hers just never came up. <laughs> um and uh it just seems odd. It just seems like a wasted thing to never even have her, you know, get to do anything with it. Yeah. You know, get this character on the island give her a good reason to want to talk about these things, and then that's it. She never does it and just dies. Strange. Yeah, I I don't know what they're going to do with all that. I mean, they made up this whole thing with, you know, Dan being in love with her for no apparent reason. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really seem that close, uh, you know, um, off island, you know what I mean? Like it didn't seem like they had this long standing relationship necessarily. Right. Or friendship at least. So I yeah, I don't know. I remember when yeah, she first came to the island. Yeah, I'm not clear they even knew each other off the island. Yeah, I don't I really don't think they did. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know why they did that subplot. Except except um I guess I feel like it's going to provide some kind of motivation for what he's going to do. Yeah. Um because apparently you know, based on this scene, he's going to go back. Um, I mean, we saw him at the beginning of the season, you know, when, when the orchid was being built. Um, yeah. And so presumably at some point he'll also go talk to little Charlotte and 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 tell her to leave the island and never come back. Of course, you know. Yeah, and then here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, shouldn't he know that she does come back and dies? And What's dies? the problem? There's no problem. And this yeah. is from the same man who says you can't change anything. I know. Yeah. So th- it's confusing. So, it's confusing because in this context, I mean, she remembers that this happened. It's 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 sort of already occurred. Yeah. And the, so the problem is he knows it'll fail, and yet he did it. So he's going to do it. Well, here's the thing. He's, he's got to do it because he did it. Yeah. And even if he knows it's going to fail, he's got to tell her anyway and and it's at, at this point I'm wondering is he gonna tell her because he has to or is he gonna tell her <laughs> because he knows he has to? <laughs> I, I see know. the distinction. Um, uh, <laughs> Good, that's the first step. <laughs> Ten but, points. But yeah, but uh, I I don't know. I guess. Uh, God, I really don't know. Um, so. Because so, he definitely should know that it will fail. And he, I feel like he should also know that if he did it, then he's going to do it. Um, so I, I want to say that he knows. 
but, you know, he also knows that he's got to do it. Here's what's strange for me is the scene when the orchid is being built and Dan is there. Like, they need to explain that a bit more. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe because, a little bit, yeah. Because this is, that was like right before we learned that they're flashing, that they're time shifting, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's just weird to me. I, I'm just wondering, where is everyone else at this point that's time shifting also? Right, yeah. You know, he has somehow infiltrated the, 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 the Dharma camp mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. Um that you know he's going to do this at some point. I guess. I guess he hasn't. He see that's what's weird is he he has he done that yet? <laughs> Which is I don't even know if that's a question that depends makes sense. on what you mean. Um... Like if you ask the if you ask the Daniel in this scene that who's talking to Charlotte about that other scene when he was in the you know oh let me put like it this his, way I think his uh his his body is aged more when that scene occurs the scene with uh dr chang yeah chan chang chang okay you think it's i think i think it's at a la- at a later time relative to him biologically <laughs> yeah biologically speaking so, okay, so you don't think it's happened yet no. in terms of, okay, okay, that's I think he, weird. it's still to come, yeah. That's what's weird is seeing that scene. Yeah, before, I feel like we saw that out of context. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to kind of give us a little teaser. Yeah. For the season. Like a, like a flash forward. Like a flash forward, sort of. <laughs> flash forward back in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, in a sense a flash forward, yeah. Yeah, so I so I feel like at some point um, he slash I don't know who else will decide to do that. And well, I guess it'll be pretty soon then, right? Because or it could be soon because they're they're at the point where the you know later in a, uh, they're at the point where the orchid's not built yet. Right. So you know they could just flash a couple times and they're you know then there's a crew there working. Yeah. You know. Right. He doesn't even have to sneak in so much as just be around when the flash happens. Yeah. And then he's automatically there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this is this is all kinds of craziness. Um. So yeah, the whole thing, Charlotte's little speech here. Um. Yeah. Again, like you said, you know, I we we sort of thought she would do some sort of archaeology or just anthropology, I guess, while she was on the island, uh, and sort of didn't do anything. That's definitely strange. Um, so, so here's the thing. I I thought she was part of the Darwin Initiative too. I guess maybe she doesn't necessarily have to be part of them. But I I sort of I think that she was part of it. Yeah, I kind of do too. But I I I guess I didn't quite understand what she said. And once I read the transcript, I realized it could be interpreted that she just knew about the Darwin Initiative. She wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. a part of it. Yeah, but but so, I do I do think she was a part of it. I agree. So she was there with her mom and dad, and then her mom and her leave. The dad presumably stays. I guess so. Yeah. 
The question is, who's the mom and who's the dad? Yeah, right, exactly. Is that um, a thing? Is that a thing? I think it's a thing. I think I the dad. <laughs> I think the dad is is someone we probably some uh, you know a person of interest is the same. It seems like a lot of loss these days coming down to who's whose mom and who's whose dad and, and who's whose baby and <laughs> yeah. That's, so familial on this that's show. Just, yeah, it's it's gotten out of control, and and I'm your brother, and mm-hmm. and and you don't know I'm your sister. Yeah, tell my son I said hi. Who's your son? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's just all over the place. Um, with like Winmore maybe being Dan's father, and all so are you saying that Lost is nothing more than a family drama? <laughs> <laughs> It certainly seems that way. A family sci-fi drama. I, I don't. I don't remember a time in in. I know there's always been a little bit of this, but I don't remember a time in Lost history where there's been so much speculation about who's related to whom. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Boom. I said it. <laughs> Boom. Done. Because you use the preposition, so you use whom. That's right. And I said who Very first. Very simple. Because mm-hmm. it didn't belong there. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just, um, uh, I mean, yeah, Dan's mother, I mean, that, that thing's probably, you know, totally clear at this point, but, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if we didn't know by now, this episode makes it even more clear. Uh, yeah. uh, although there's still the question of what, you know, what that means or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. if anything, um, uh, but, uh. Yeah, there, there, there's also been some, uh, you know, what what Miles' story with the island is. I mean, there was sort of a suggestion that he's involved, and then that, you know, then then you could say, well, who are who are his parents? And you know, mm-hmm. there's some story there, and it's just all it's all this thing about who's you know who's who people's parents are and what they did, and you know, dad Jack's dad is, is. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I just had a horrible theory. <laughs> Horrible idea. Oh no. I'm afraid, but I have to know. What if what if Miles is Chang's son? Oh god. We we did see him taking care of a baby. We certainly did. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um don't rule that one out, I guess, huh? Oh god, you're probably right. <laughs> oh god, that was probably Miles. Oh my God! Was, was, oh was my it a baby? Did they? Is there any way to know the gender of the baby? Did Little they baby Miles. I don't remember. Uh, it makes me want to look. So I do think it was a boy, though. If I remember right, I guess I could be wrong. Uh, I'm just gonna have a quick look here. Please stand by. Uh, <laughs> doing research, folks. Uh, busy yourself with your spreadsheets and uh, <laughs> whatever work you're doing while you're listening to us. We know you get a lot done. Maybe doing a little vacuuming, a little oh, household yeah. chores. Maybe, uh, what else are you doing? You're probably driving somewhere in traffic, maybe. Uh, what else could you be doing? Maybe you're about to go to sleep. Apparently people listen as they uh, drift off to dreamland. Did you find anything? It doesn't look like the transcripts indicates the yeah. gender of the baby. So that's up in the air. It's up in the air. Well, 
It's at least possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, barring any sort of uh, ethnic differences between the two characters, I don't really know if they're mm-hmm. supposed to be the same, uh, you know, the same ethnicity or not. But uh, I, that's my that's my working theory now. It just, it just popped in my head, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, who could who could his parents be that we've seen before? Yeah, huh? <laughs> you know, on the <laughs> island. Well, there's. Dr. Chang, who has a baby. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, famous Dharma Initiative Asians. That's a short list. Yeah, definitely a short list. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Actually, all the names on that list are the same person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, I hadn't thought of that, actually. I, I just thought, you know, maybe there's more to the story. But, yeah, that's... They could definitely do that, um, and that would be weird. And I don't know where that would go, but, uh, yeah, they could do that. Yeah, I mean, that might even tie into why Miles has his, his, his powers and all that. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Who knows? Oh, no. Everybody's got crazy parents this year. <laughs> the year of crazy parents. <laughs> really is. all over the place. It's just a big parent thing. I, God. So what about Charlotte? Do you have a theory about her parents? Well, her parents. Well, she's very, you know, she's English. Whitmore's English. I, it's a straight line. Sure. To me. There you go. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. What more do you need for that one? Uh, no, I mean, I think I think Whitmore. You know, if Charlotte is his kid too, you know, this is a lot of, a lot of babies. <laughs> He's all over the place now. Yeah. Whitmore is both Dan and Charlotte's father. That's kind of weird. Yeah, well, just, I'm glad they never kissed. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, wow, Widmore, wow. <laughs> if it were for you, we wouldn't maybe have a show. Some, maybe there's something where, like, <laughs> this sounds ridiculous, even oh, more normal than normal. Well, maybe there's something with, before, you know, around the time Dharma was, they were having problems procreating, um, Maybe Whitmore was the only one who could make it work. Oh, God. So they just, you know, part of his duty was to uh, have kids. You know, he had the, uh, oh, no. he had the right stuff, so to speak. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh... I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's definitely a theory. <laughs> um, oh man, oh god, could that possibly be true? Widmore is just the only man who could <laughs> get the job done. Get, get so the job speak. done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fill in your own euphemism. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Um. I mean, we did. We... <laughs> can't even say this. Um, I was just going to say, they did portray him as, you know, when we first see him, you know, on the island as a young man, he was very cocky. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Yeah, that's Take from that what you will. Symbolic, perhaps. Yeah. Uh... Some might say he was even ballsy. 
<laughs> he was very testicular. <laughs> um, yeah, now we're just throwing your anatomy word. Yeah. Uh, very testy, maybe. Um, all right, so, yeah, I don't really think Widmore is necessarily Charlotte's father. There could be somebody else. Um, I'm a little more concerned who her mother is, I guess. Yeah, that does seem like a thing. The mother who said the island never existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, Charlotte, you just made that up. <laughs> and next you'll be thinking Peter Pan is going to take you off to Neverland. <laughs> Why is Mrs. Featherbottom back? <laughs> That's my British lady, okay? okay? <laughs> oh, God. That's all I got. That definitely seems like Charlotte's mom. I, I can see her saying exactly that. Ooh, I, think, I think you're on to something. Um, okay, so should we uh, should we move on here to the next scene? Yeah, let's move on. Lock, lock down the well. Uh, Locke's, uh, Locke's going to climb down the well to find a way off the island. Jen tells Locke not to bring Sun back. Locke says he has to. Jen says, how do you know? Locke says he just knows. Jen threatens to cut the rope if Locke brings Sun back. Locke promises not to bring her back. Locke asks Jen what to say if Sun finds him. Jen says tell her that he's dead and gives Locke his ring for proof. Locke takes the ring and takes hold of the rope to climb down the well. Uh, Juliet thanks him in advance if what he does works. Uh, He says, you're welcome, and climbs down. Another time flash happens as Locke is climbing. Locke falls and breaks his leg. Uh, Up above, the well is gone. Sawyer wants to help Locke, but he can't because there's no well there. Oh, well. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Can't beat a good pun. (laughs) You really can't. (laughs) Oh, we We didn't even even plan that one. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. So, uh, yeah, lots of to-do here. Thanks, Jim, but I think Sun's going to come back anyway. (laughs) You know... Here's the thing I was thinking about, you know, like when when people come up with these plans on the fly, like, okay, so how's this supposed to work, Jen? Locke is supposed to, you know, if if, if Sun finds Locke, Locke is supposed to say, oh, I'm sorry, Jen is dead. Here's the proof. I have his wedding ring. Mm -hmm. Oh, then Sun's going to say, how did you get this? Mm -hmm. And then Locke is going to say, he gave it to me before I, (laughs) like, (laughs) You know, Locke, what is Locke going to say of how he, how he managed to Locke has to his... say, I took it off of his dead corpse. For what reason? For for To prove he was dead. <laughs> that's really ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not such a good story, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. Yeah. But you know what does work? Is that what? Locke gives the ring to Ben, and then Locke dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ben uses it as a way to get... <laughs> To prove he's alive. Exactly the opposite thing. <laughs> nice work, Locke. Way to go. Oh, Locke. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like that's ironic or something. Having having the thing that was supposed to convince her that he was dead so she wouldn't come back be the thing that makes her want to come back. Yeah. If he didn't give her that ring, uh, Ben presumably wouldn't have had any way to prove that Jen was alive. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too, is, you know, no one's talking about the fact that it's been three years. Right. Jen could have died from any number of things within three years on that island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have. But Uh, I guess the point is he didn't die when you thought he died, so there's at least a chance he's still alive. Yeah, there's a ch- see. It's hope again. It's all it's always all about hope. hope. It's a show run on hope, <laughs> hope and family, <laughs> hope and family. Lost ABC. Lost. ABC. <laughs> Bring your kids. <laughs> I never realized what a what a great um, what a great show this was for teaching important values. You know, between the torturing and the shooting people and the kidnapping and the lying, there's a lot of good uh, family values being shown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just setting all that aside, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Killing people's children and, like, mm-hmm. all the subterfuge and all the, you know, all that stuff aside. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Hope and family. Hope and family. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so, okay, well, shall we, do you have anything else about this scene? How much did you, how, how much did you expect to see a subway down at the bottom of the well? <laughs> subway? <laughs> Very little. Uh, right. Did you, how much did you expect to see a subway? <laughs> I thought, why would Sawyer bring up a subway unless they're trying to tell us there's a subway down there? No. Um, how bad would it have been for Locke to have gotten stuck uh, in that part of the well that got replaced by you know, yeah, the ground? Yeah, I thought about that. I, thought of, I was wondering what would have happened if you were still there, if the dirt would have just, like, you know... Entered his body or something. Yeah. That would have been a really weird way to die. I mean, obviously this, like we said before, the time shifts aren't, for lack of a better term, you know, scientific. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like we said, you know, if you're standing on some place, you know, and then you flash to 50 years before where there was a tree there. Yeah. Uh, You should be part tree now. Right. But you're not, so you know they're they're you know. Yeah, they're playing around. The rope is still there. Yeah, that was what, what was weird is like the rope that Sawyer is holding is still there, but the rope that Locke had broke off. Right. So it wasn't like the rope was still you know linked some like in the middle of between mm-hmm. somehow there was no rope anywhere. Right. And I figured you know Locke should see his rope going to the top of the the cavern just like yeah you know. But no. No, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what it should be, but no, afraid not. I mean, I would buy that only, you know, one object can occupy space at any, the same, you know, a point in space at the same time, Mm -hmm. and that these time shifts somehow make make that so, so it accounts for that. Yeah. 
So if the rope is there when the ground fills in, then guess what? There's no rope there. Right. Except for Sawyer Spires. <laughs> right. We can move to the next scene. Think, oh, think okay. Uh, yeah, so the next scene, uh, Dan, Dan, it's Dan with Charlotte. Uh, uh, Dan tells her that he talked to Desmond and told him to find her, to find his mother, uh, and that she can help them. Uh, uh, Charlotte suddenly says she's not allowed to have chocolate before dinner, and then she dies, and Dan <laughs> cries. I can't have chocolate before dinner, because if I do, I'll die. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Bye, Charlotte. Charlotte, we, we hardly knew ye. We really hardly knew ye. And um, you hardly did any work on the island. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, there were two 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 <sighs> things about Charlotte I just want to uh, commemorate. Um, right. Her first scene when uh, when they uh, she's got this. There's this other like woman with her and. And they've got this newspaper that's about 8.15 being found. And she's like, how many languages are you going to have to read that in or whatever? And she goes, how many are there? <laughs> really like that. Oh, man. Um, and the second thing, uh, which which I picked up on rewatching season four, uh, when uh, when Saeed and Desmond and Frank go, uh, go to the freighter, they leave on the helicopter, you know, and there's a period of time there where they call the freighter and they're not there yet. And it's been like a day and it's ridiculous because it isn't that far away. And, and then, um, and then Julia comes up to Charlotte and says, you know, um, what's going on? Cause you know, they're, they should have been there, you know, a day ago and you're not worried. And, uh, and she goes, what, <laughs> she goes, what, what would you like us to do? Clasp our hands together and whisper a prayer on their behalf. <laughs> I just really enjoyed that one. <laughs> nice. So yeah. Um uh I would have to say uh one of my one of my favorite Charlotte uh classic Charlotte moments was her, her fight with Juliet. Oh yeah. Uh, at the Tempest. Uh that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh <laughs> they they went all out on that one. Um but uh you know the weird thing is that she Charlotte didn't seem to realize she was on the place that she grew up. The, the, I don't know, that never seemed to gel with me like she was trying to find this island all this time and then she found it, but she didn't do anything. Yeah, she didn't act like it. She yeah, she didn't act like this was what she was looking for. She didn't say I've got to find the place I grew up. I got to find the the well that I remember playing around that my mother mm-hmm. told me not to go down or I've got, you know, like, she never really seemed to realize this was the place. Like, she was trying to find the island. She found an island, but she never, I don't know. It seems like she just recently realized that this is the place or something, but then she's dead. Or I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do with her. Yeah, I don't either. It, 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 when, she, when she has her line at the end of the season, she, she talks about how she's looking for where she was born. But she she does it does seem like she's not convinced this is it. This has to be it. There's no other island. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but still, it just the way she says it, it seems like she's 
you know, she's still trying to verify. On the other hand, it didn't seem like she did a lot to try to verify. Well, you know, I mean, she says she grew up here. She seems like she realizes this is the place. She spent she spent most of the season just hanging out on the beach, like playing cards with Dan and, and you know. I mean, besides that one thing where she went and, you know, they, they shut down the whatever that was called, the Tempest. Yeah. Um, you know, she didn't really do anything. And that, I mean, and that had nothing to do with her search for where she was born. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, why was she hired is the big question. She has, She's trying to find this island. It's a, you know, is it supposed to be a coincidence? She's trying to find a place that she gets hired to go do whatever she's yeah. hired to do, you know. And, and maybe that's the thing is she, she, you know, she gets hired to go to the, do this thing on the island. And, but it seems like the reason she should agree should be because she thinks it's the place she's looking for. Right. But then on the other hand, it seems like she doesn't think this is the place because this is just some other place that she's hired to go do this thing. Yeah. And and it seems like she would maybe think, oh, this isn't the island that I grew up on. But then it is. But she should, that should have been her original motivation anyway. Right. I mean, what else would be her motivation? Like, she shouldn't be motivated by money. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're... Here's the thing. You've got Charlotte, Dan, and Miles. Two of the three we now have been on the island before. Yeah. Dan, I, you know, has been on the island before, at least in this time-shifting well, <laughs> yeah. situation. Well, yeah. I guess I guess we don't, yeah. It's not it's not 100% that he's been on the island before, besides the time-shifting. Yeah. Um, I think he has been, because I think he, he was probably born there. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, and... Um, and it does seem the like they're going person, there with Miles too. Yeah, and then the other person is Frank. Yeah, Frank. Who I don't know if he has any connection to the island. He's not really a part of any of this. Yeah, I don't think. I so. guess he was. I mean, he was the one that had a very specific function, which was you know flying the helicopter. Yeah, and he did that. So I guess he doesn't really need to be grouped in with the other three. Yeah. But it seems like somebody wanted these you know children of the island to return. Right. Uh, for some specific reason. And you got to wonder, you know, I mean, Abaddon was the one who sort of picked these people, but you mm-hmm. got to wonder why. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't, I, he doesn't specify. Maybe they weren't supposed to leave either. But they did. But then Charlie just died, so what was the point of that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing that gets me, this whole you weren't, they got to come back because they weren't supposed to leave. Well, they were supposed to leave, right? Because that's what happened. <laughs> I know. That's 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 where loss really spins out of control, I think. Yeah, it's like you weren't supposed to do the thing that you did. Because it's either you it's either it. you know, it's either what happens is what's supposed to happen or it's not. Mhm. And uh they seem to be saying both things. Yeah. And and that just doesn't work. <laughs> it really can't be think- both. Why doesn't the island slash Christian slash whatever sort of realize that? Like, you know, I mean, it, it's all in how they phrase it. It's just, you know, this whole they weren't supposed to thing really should just be like, they did it. We need to sort of fix it. Not right. like they weren't supposed to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but that's what they say. 
Speaking of saying things, can I go back to another scene I meant to mention? Something oh, yeah, it? please. The scene where Ben tells Kate, you know, Kate's like, why won't you leave us alone? Why won't you leave me and my son alone? And he's like, because he's not your son, Kate. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first saw that scene, you know, I was I was hoping there would be more to that. They oh. had a point. I guess we get to see the more part, and don't then, we? And then, well, not really, because we get to see the scene again, you know, when son is, you know, about to creep up behind them. Mm-hmm. And we hear that line again, and, and then they cut, and they cut back, and, like, there's there's nothing after that line. Ben has no other point. Yeah. Like, that, that they're showing us at this point w- with him saying that. It's just weird to me. It's just, like, that was the whole point, is just for her, him to make her remember that's not his son. That was it. Son. That's it. No, nothing, no follow-up to that. No, he's not your son. Therefore, what? You know, like, what's your point? Yeah. Like just because he's not your son means you, you he doesn't he he can't leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It just it just seems like I don't know. It's just a weird. It's just it just seems like a line that's there just to sort of you know give him the power in the situation, but not to actually make any sort of argument. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of seems like. Uh, kind of seems like a diversion. Of course, he says because um, if he just said he's not your son without mm-hmm. saying that that's the reason, exactly. you know, that that seems like that would work better. Exactly. But yeah, he, exactly. he says because you feel like there's some some cause and effect going on here. But yeah. No, it's just. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to believe. I mean, maybe we are supposed to believe. That's why he's doing it. Like he's not going to let her have this kid that's not hers. I mean, I, that's really hard for me to believe. Coming, but. coming from a guy who raised a kid that wasn't <laughs> Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe if, if Rousseau had, you know, gone the legal route, he would have been fine with it. What? <laughs> if Rousseau would have gone the legal route? <laughs> I don't I was just saying, like, you know, maybe it's just all about, you know, going through the proper channels. But he didn't go through the proper channels, and he raised Alex. Well, okay, yeah. Um, good point. Uh, <laughs> That's my point is, like, he can't, I mean, it's really hypocritical if if he's, you know, if if he's coming from that perspective of he's not your son, Kate, and, I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want you to have him, but, like, you know, he's got this personal experience of raising this child that wasn't his and loving yeah. the child. And, and not only that, but child. actually kidnapping the kid, you know. Not mm-hmm. just not just ending up with the kid through circumstances beyond yeah. his control. Yeah, that's true. That's another level. So, yeah, in a sense, he's sort of more culpable for that than she is because, you know, yeah. it's not her fault that Claire disappeared in any way. Yeah, um, and I think I don't think Claire would, would mind Kate raising Aaron. Yeah, I don't really either. I don't really either. Because um, uh, when Claire, you know, whatever version of Claire that was, came to Kate and said, you know, in the dream, don't bring him back, she didn't say, and don't raise him either, by the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, no. No, I guess Charlie told Jack that he wasn't supposed to raise him, mm-hmm. whatever that means. But you're right, yeah, she didn't say that. She didn't say that. Oh, did you hear... Well, never mind. What? Never mind. I was just going to bring up this uh, this thing I read about how maybe those lines don't mean what it sounds like they mean, and that they're actually about Locke. 
All right. Elaborate. <laughs> what? Elaborate. Okay, so you're not supposed to raise him, meaning like from the dead, and then um, and then and then Claire being about being about bringing Locke back to the island. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have to sort of ignore the context <laughs> that they're saying. That <laughs> you definitely have to ignore the context. Yeah. At least, um, especially with Claire, since she's sitting in a room with the kid. Yeah. I think the Claire thing, you know, like I said, I think Aaron is not going to come back to the island. I think that's what that's about. Okay. Um, Jack is not the one that I would give credit to for bringing Locke back from the dead. So in that in that case, that's a little fuzzy for me, too. But, you know... Um. It's 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 nice that they, it can go both ways. Yeah, yeah. They don't quite specifically say who him is in both mm-hmm. cases, so it leaves it leaves that there. I never thought about it that way. Um, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I just I don't know. I thought I I don't actually believe it. I actually do think they're talking about Aaron, but. Yeah, we'll see. I, I I guess I kind of agree that he's not going to the island, but it is strange that the island's so choosy that you know some of them weren't supposed to leave, but for others it's okay. It's no big deal. Or maybe yeah. even not only it's no big deal, but like for some of them it's stay away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, um, I just I find that odd, but it does seem to be the case. So well, you know. as Dan as Dan so so awesomely said, um, you know. Like he says, uh, you know, it, it makes empirical sense that this thing started the orchid. It might stop there. But the point at which we're saying bringing these people back is going to stop the time flashes, we're not exactly talking science here. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, the same, I, I agree with that. I don't, I don't know why the, bringing them back would necessarily stop this from happening. Seems to me, as we find in a minute here, that, the, you know, <laughs> making sure that the wheel isn't off its axis is really the thing to do. <laughs> I agree. Uh, someone hold on to that wheel and maybe it won't do the flashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's that's really what's going on here. It, yeah, that does seem pretty plausible. Um, yeah. So on that note, shall we uh, shall we go yeah, to the let's, theme? Uh, let's do it. Okay, so Locke, uh, we're back with Locke down at the bottom of the well, where the well was, I should say. Um, he's got a bone sticking out of his leg. Uh, <laughs> Locke. AKA, that's bad. <laughs> right. Uh, Locke calls out, uh, someone approaches, and it turns out to be Christian Shepherd. Uh, he says he's there to help Locke the rest of the way. Uh, Locke says he doesn't understand. And now I'm going to read the rest of the scene from the transcript. Um, <laughs> should, I, should, I read, should I do Locke and you do Christian? Oh, you, you want to actually do, the, do, a, do a double thing? Okay. It, All might, right. be, it might be easier to... So you, you wanna, you're going to do, do Locke? Do you have a preference? Uh, not really. All right. I'd go either way. Do, do you want to do... Christian or? Uh, I'll do Christian. Okay. All right. I'll lock it. Lock it down. <laughs> yeah. What point are we starting with? Oh, I was I was starting with um, you came to see me in the cabin. 
right. You came to see me in the cabin. This is Christian. You came to see me in the cabin. You asked me how to save the island, and I told you you had to move it. I said that you had to move it, John. But Ben said he knew how to do it. He told me I had to stay here and leave his people. Since when did listening to him get you anywhere worth a damn? <laughs> the good news is that you're here now. You ready to go? I don't. I don't. I, I don't know what to do once I get there. There's a woman living in Los Angeles. Now, once you get all your friends together, and it must be all of them, everyone who left, and once you persuaded them to join you, this woman will tell you exactly how to come back. Who is she? Her name is Eloise Hawking. What if I can only convince some of them to come back? I believe in you, John. You can do this. Richard said I was going to die. Well, I suppose that's why they call it a sacrifice. All right. I'm ready. Good. Now, on the other side of this column here is a wheel. Slipped off its axis. All you have to do is give it a little push. Ow! Could you help me up? No, sorry. I can't. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) I'm walking. It hurts. It hurts. I'm grunting in pain as I stand. As I round the column and enter the wheel chamber, I see flashes of green light illuminate the space. The pulses of light are accompanied by intense humming sounds. A large wooden wheel attempts to rotate forward but skips backwards, seemingly stuck in place. Good luck, John. Locke grabs one of the wheel's arms and pulls his weight against it. The wheel suddenly lurches forward with a clank, throwing John towards the wall. The light emanating from behind the wheel becomes increasingly intense and gradually fills the chamber. Say hello to my son. Who's your son? Flash. Flash. All right. I haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was time. This scene seemed to call for it. I had a hard time sort of not saying a lot of that stuff, so. Yeah. Um, so it's like I'm just going to read it. Um, so, yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on. Yeah, here. there is. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff here. Uh, so so I guess this first thing is this thing about, about Locke was supposed to move the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And that that scene where when he comes out and he says he has to move the island and then Ben Ben says he's going to do it and Locke says you know but he told me to do it and and Ben goes but you don't know how to do it and I do and he you know so he mu- he must mean that I should do it mm-hmm. you know that you would tell me and then I would do it and I I think Ben meant that I mean I really think he actually thought that was true and it seemed reasonable um, to me at least uh, so the question is you know if, if Locke had gone down there. Um, and Locke had turned the wheel and all that, would, would that have been the end of it? I mean, would it not have mattered that they left and all that stuff if, if Locke had just gone down there and been the one to turn the wheel and Ben stays on the island? I mean, is that really enough to undo all this? Well, you know, the easy answer here is Locke wouldn't, Locke couldn't have gone down there because Ben went down there. <laughs> all right, so there's that. Um, but hypothetically speaking, yes, uh, in a world we where could. you could change things, in a world where where uh, hypothetical is possible, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess 
if Locke went down there and moved the wheel, Locke would have been the one to end up in Tunisia, supposedly. I guess so, yeah. I mean, it really – I feel like I can't answer that question without knowing the, 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 the problem here. Is the problem that, you know, Ben didn't turn the wheel all the way? Or is mm-hmm. the problem, you know, like um, – that when the island when Ben turned the wheel and the island shifted, um, that the fact that you know everyone who who was su- su- you know in quote supposed to be on there wasn't, so there that's what caused the problem. Yeah. And so it can't maybe it can't right itself until they come back, and 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 the island can sort of stabilize or something. I mean maybe, I mean maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh no! Oh god! Maybe the Losties are the island's constant, <laughs> so to speak. Oh god! And so you know, because there is a sort of thing going on there where the you know the island is sort of malfunctioning, like people do when they're time shifting, and they need a constant. Oh no! <laughs> Did I just figure this whole thing out? Oh, is that the whole show right there? <laughs> God, the island just needs this constant. The island needs this constant. You're right. What the island? What's going on with the island is very similar. Yeah. To what happened to Desmond. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oops, didn't mean to think of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Roommate on that one, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hurts. That's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> oh, it's so it makes sense. Yeah, see, that's the part. That's the part that really hurts because yeah, I just, I know that it actually might be true, and yeah, and that's that. Oh God. Yeah. So maybe that's. Maybe that's the crux of what's going on here, and uh, I, like I said, I I still can't really piece together, you know, if Locke would have done it, why that would have been somehow different. Um, you know, the chain of events would have, you know, I mean, that that seems to suggest that uh, Christian would have preferred that that Ben stay there and lead the others. Yeah. Um. Which I just I have to wonder why doesn't Christian know that you know all these things are happening the way they will happen regardless, and so there's no use in sort of you know chiding Locke about the decision when to a certain degree he didn't have a choice right? <laughs> well, he did have a choice. There was just one particular choice that he made. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, and he's unhappy about the choice that he made and always made and always will make. <laughs> um, um, but I agree, it does seem kind of useless to to go on like this. Which, which you know, and, and, and I'll give him the fact that he said, you know, but the good news is that you're here now, you know, so yeah. it's kind of sort of, kind of sort of, you know, something, something. Right. Um. But yeah, if Locke would have turned the wheel, um, I mean, why does the person who turned the wheel vanish anyway to the to the, sort of the real world or whatever? You know, that doesn't really make any sense. No, that doesn't make any sense at all. I have no idea. I have no idea. 
why does the wheel always get turned clockwise? <laughs> I really don't know that. If I see a wheel that's glowing and is responsible for the time shift, as you saw that really cool shot of when the shift happened when Locke was going down the well, the light was emanating from down there. Yeah. So you you know so you know like okay this is sort of the 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 origin of all the this. source yeah the source um yeah you expect, you expect Neo to show up at some point right? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> the architect yeah the architect there um so yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know what would have happened if if Locke turned the wheel. Uh, and I agree, you know, ben, Ben's idea made sense. Like, you don't know how to do it. I know how to do it, you know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, really, I, like, Locke never would have got there if if it weren't for Ben. You know, he he had no idea what he needed to do to get in there. I mean, Ben could have told him. Ben could have told him. So I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess the place where the, place where the problem was was when, when Ben – goes to you know says i'm gonna do this you know you'll Mm -hmm. you'll have to leave the island he even says like you have to leave the island forever if you go do this Mm -hmm. um you know i i don't know how true that is but it doesn't seem like you have to leave the island at least i think when ben gets back to the island and they resurrect Locke, and Locke says but i thought you said whoever moves the island can never come back Ben is going to say, well, I guess I exaggerated. (laughs) Uh, Classic Ben. And that'll be the end of that. He'll, he'll, you know, wipe his hands and be done with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, he gets out of things a lot with lines like that. Yeah. Yeah, he could do that. Okay, so uh, so I want to bring up, so he tells him to go see Hawking, um, you know, names her and all that. I mean, if we did, if we weren't sure that was, you know, her name here, it's pretty clear. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, this, you know, this is what Ben's working on right now. So yeah, this puts, you know, this puts what he wants in line with what Ben wants at the moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, when is when is listening to Ben ever been giving you anything worth a damn? I mean, Ben's doing what you're telling him to do right now. You yeah. know, Ben's gonna later. Ben's gonna continue the project that you're about to start. Mm-hmm. And and like the you know the the center of getting it moving you know I mean well, I don't know no, I feel like yeah. it's a little unfair to Ben to say it's never ever ever you know worth listening to him. Well, here's the thing though, Locke is about to go start this thing and he will sort of he will sort of fail in a way, but but you know he's supposed to die and he does die, but I think that's sort of part of the plan. Yeah. So, you know, he says it's supposed to be a sacrifice. So, it seems to me that that somehow this is this is this is, you know, this is planned that this was supposed to happen for Locke. Um that somehow his death is a key component to making all this work again. Um now Yeah, I don't I don't I just don't know how different Christian expected it to go. How how what other way he thought this should have gone down. Yeah. Because it seems like in the end, someone is in the real world working to bring them all back. Right. Yeah. And in this case, it's Ben who. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So if Locke had turned the wheel, would it, he just had to commence and carry out the project without Ben completely? Is that the only difference, maybe? Yeah. And if so, thing. like, what's the big deal? Yeah. I mean. 
Yeah, I don't think Locke would have been able to accomplish it. I mean, when when they go to the Orchid, Ben tells Locke how to get down there, and he couldn't even follow those simple set of instructions of how to get down there. You know, he says, go to this thing, go to this flower, yeah. put your hand by the thing and feel mm-hmm. for the thing, and, and he couldn't even do that part. No. So, no. I mean, to add the extra stuff of what you do – you have to put metal stuff in the thing and then yeah. create the system and then blow the hole through the wall and go down to the yeah. thing. Yeah, that would have been way too much. Um, yeah, and here's a quick aside question. is Could they have just gone down the well? Yeah, the well isn't there, maybe? Why isn't it there anymore? I don't know. Hmm. I assume the well would be there in the future. I guess that makes sense. Somehow I thought the well was there in the past, but not in the future. But it does seem like it really should be the other way around. Yeah. I guess because the orchid disappeared, but it wasn't like the well was was the well was in a different place. I, I, I got the impression that when the orchid disappeared, the well was in its place. You know, but that's not really what happened. Yeah. But I mean... I mean, obviously, it's quicker to, I guess, take the elevator down there, but... Yeah. I'm assuming the well was there, and they could have sort of hopped down there. Because, I mean, the wheel is right there. Right. It's not even hidden, really. It's just at the bottom of the well. Yeah. And um, and if the well is there, it seems uh, like it's very easy to get to it. Yeah. So when they flashed again and the well was gone, that was back in time. I feel like that was pre- – yeah, they went back in time before the well was built. Okay. Okay. For some reason, I thought that was the future. Well, I guess I already said, but it was faulty. Yeah. Oh, well. So what else do we have here? Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he's got to go do that. He's got to sacrifice. Okay. Um yeah, there is a question, you know, what he does here, what what effect that's going to have, if that's going to actually stop the time flashing or something, and maybe stick them in the Dharma Initiative time, and that's when they get involved in that or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's this little thing that I don't know if I should read too much into, probably not, um, about about how he won't help Locke up. Yeah, um, yeah. Or can't. That's worth talking about. Uh, that that seems to be a thing, um, and I don't know what that's about. I can sit here and tell you what you have to lay out your mission and, and give you orders and stuff, but I can't just sort of help you up, you know. I, I don't – Yeah. What what's that about? I Part of me feels like he physically can't do it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean... It's not some kind of weird lesson teaching thing? It does seem like part of it is a a journey thing. Like, no, you have to sort of do it on your own and um, sort of, you know, do the traverse the hardships on your own or whatever. But um, I I, kind of feel like it's a... He just literally can't sort of interact with him that way, Um, which which makes me wonder if that lantern he's holding is real or not. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know... um, I really, so I don't, I mean, when Ben went down there, was there a lantern? I don't think I so. Like, I thought, didn't, wasn't there something down there? I don't I remember know. a lantern. Okay, I, I thought there was something like waiting, 
Or maybe it was the cabin where there was something like that. Yeah, in the cabin there was a lantern. There's a lantern out. Yeah, see. And, and he always lit the lantern before he went in. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a lantern cabin Jacob thing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I don't know. Um, I kind of feel like it's that he 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 sort of physically can't. Okay. Uh, you know, we've talked about that before with the apparitions. You know, can they interact with real matter or not? Mm-hmm. Um, it already seems. I mean, they've shown him doing that. I mean, he was holding Claire's baby. Mm-hmm. He was. Well, there was the Mobisode where he was petting Vincent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably other stuff. I'm forgetting. Um, they've, they've, you know, there's at least two instances. I mean, they they have shown these apparitions doing physical stuff. Yeah. So you know, and interacting with the people and the whatever the animals. So yeah. So I I I I have a hard time believing that he can't. He really really can't do it. Based on what we've seen. Mm-hmm. And yet, I, I still believe maybe that is what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy who's got a, you know, basically, I mean, Locke should be in so much pain right now. He should be barely able to talk. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how he's, I mean, I guess he's gotten injured in his leg so many times, it's no big deal. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's got his uh, his his, his uh, shin bone or something sticking through his leg. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's trying to walk. You know, uh, that's no fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I feel like he literally means he can't do it. Uh, like physically. Um, like you said, I, he's 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 giving him everything else. He's he's laying out his entire mission for him. You know, in generally, you know, so. Um. I don't know if it's supposed to be a journey lesson thing where, you know, no, you need to do it yourself. I I feel like he can't for some reason. Yeah. And maybe it's because Locke is Jacob. There's that. That's always there, unfortunately. Did we, did we, did I bring up the idea that the whole thing with Jacob and like the reason like no one can see him is because he's like in a different time or something? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, yes. All right. Um, so oh, he says this line about the sun. Oh yeah. Oh, do you have something else to talk about? I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that at some point we're gonna see Locko visit Jack, and I feel like he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna figure out that that's Jack's dad at some point. <laughs> You think Locke is going to figure something out? Boy, yes, newsflash. yes, I know, I know. No no one's going to believe me. I wait, know wait, 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 wait. This you is mean, my crackpot theory of the week. I think you mean to say someone is going to tell Locke that Christian is <laughs> Jack's dead. All right, okay, okay. I should have said he's going to find out. I guess I shouldn't have said he's going to figure it out. That's, yeah. That's, that's a stretch, I know. That is a stretch. <laughs> I guess I just imagine him going to visit Jack and seeing a picture or something. But maybe someone Jack will just has, tell him. You think Jack has pictures of his dad around? Yeah, maybe. The dad he, like, hated? <laughs> oh, you know, I think I think he reconciled with his dad in the end. And by in the end, I mean after he was dead. Yeah, after he was dead and he saw his ghost <laughs> on the island? Yeah, yeah. 
He got he he reconciled. All I think right. that was a reconciliation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gotta go. I gotta find the dex- the dictionary you're using to define reconciliation. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you might have a hard time with that. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think. Um, no, I guess I just yeah, I I kind of do feel like he would have pictures, even though even though he hates him on some level, I feel like he's also he he's also still attached to him. Mhm. All right. You know, but maybe not. That's just that's just something I I could see happening where where we see Locke, you know, what he does after this, and and somehow finding that out. But yeah, maybe it's not he, a picture. Yeah. I Maybe think they, that else. that information is definitely going to come out, but I mean, but what does Locke say after that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where it's supposed to go from there. I wouldn't want to have that conversation. Yeah, your dad—he's a ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. That's a weird one. And that's the thing. Locke doesn't know his name either, right? Oh, he, has... he, he Locke does. Uh, Locke did. Uh, she. Sorry. Okay. <sighs> Deep breath. Uh, he he did say his name was Christian. He didn't say Shepherd. Okay. In 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 last season. Yeah, last season. Uh, when uh when he went to see him in the cabin. Yeah. Uh, you know there there was some discussion about that. You know, and and he, here once again, you know, my son. I mean, he, you know, takes takes ownership of the identity. Yeah, he definitely does. Uh. So, so making it seem like there really is something of that person there, and it's not just yeah. And, see, here's a here's an apparition I think is sort of clearly not Smokey. Yeah, I just I just don't think if if Smokey is shift, shifting into these people their form, I, I don't think that Shepard's one of them. Right. Or yeah. One of them, so I agree. I would find that hard to believe. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I don't. I don't think Smokey is that. I I like it. if you see Smokey as someone they're they're not going to be like this. No, they're not. They're just going to try to kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, so you ready for the last scene? Yep. Okay, let's. Uh, here we go. Uh, we're back to Ben's van. Um, they arrive at the church. Ben pulls Jen's ring from his pocket and gives it to Son. Ben says that Lot gave it to him um, when he went to see him. Uh, Jack thought that uh, Locke didn't go to see Ben, but actually Ben went to see Locke. Uh, Jen gave it to Locke um, originally. Ben tells Son that they can get back to the island, uh, and he asks Son to come along. Son looks at the ring and agrees. Uh, Suddenly Desmond emerges and asks them what they're doing there. Ben says, the same thing you are. Desmond says, you're looking for Faraday's mother too? Ben doesn't respond, and they all walk into the church. Uh, Miss Hawking is there, lighting candles. Ben says hello. Uh, Hawking says she wanted all of them. Ben says it was all he could get on short notice. And Hawking says she supposes it will do for now. Then she says, all right, let's get started. And this is a moment I expected the show to continue. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, we're just getting somewhere now. Okay, great. Let's get started. Oh, it's over now? (laughs) Yeah, I th- I thought it was going to continue to. I wasn't paying attention at the time, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. that was it, huh?" Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the endings have been weird this season. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of off kilter. Not not quite ending on the 
holy shit moments they used to do. Yeah. Ending India has some crazy moments. Weird times where it's just, you know, I'm going to Oxford. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so um, yeah, there's, there's, okay, I guess we'll start at the beginning here. Um, so this is a scene where if if you didn't already know that Hawking is is Dan's mom, like, I feel like there's just no room for doubt anymore. No. Um. This is where Desmond w- was given, you know, this is the place Widmore told him to go to find her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's, that's him. Um, Ben gives this look when, when Desmond says that, and it's, it's one of Ben's looks where I don't, I don't even know what it means. Um, I don't think Ben knew that she was Faraday's mother. Okay. Is that what that means? Yeah. And I, cause he hears that and he, he just sort of marches straight towards the church. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think he knew that. Okay. And I think, you know, for Ben, it, uh, he doesn't like when he doesn't know something. Right. Especially when somebody else does. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like that line cause it, you know, you're looking for Faraday's mother too. Cause it, it tells the audience what they need to know, and it, I, you know, I, and it, in my opinion, gives something new to Ben because I don't think he knew. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's what the look's about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Um. So, uh, so when they go in there, uh, I, I really wanted more of a thing with Desmond and Hawking. I, I, I don't know what I wanted them to do, but. Somehow I wanted it to be a big deal, and it just wasn't. Oh, I expected her to see him, and him to see her, and and I I expected Desmond to say something. Yeah, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even just that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> just walk in there, and it's like, okay, well, you know. Um, I also was a little sort of pissed in a way when she was like. I said bring all of them. Ben was like, this is all I can get. He's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, the whole time it was been like, you got to get all these people. It, you have this much time. It went from, and, what if I can't, well, then God help us all, to, uh, <laughs> well, you know. We'll work with this for now. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, how does that, you know, it's like, I'm trying to make a cake. You know, mm-hmm. all I have is eggs. <laughs> That's a jack. Oh, this will do. This will do for now. You know, like no, it won't. I can't make my cake without the rest of the ingredients. Like I don't know. It's so weird. Right. Like eggs and flour. Yeah. Uh, this will do for now. Ben and Jack. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I agree. Uh. I feel like they. I guess I guess I want to believe that they have to get them all at some point, but that they can they can get started as she said. You know, they can they can do something with just some of them there. It's just that it's just that for it to completely work, they need all of them there. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm choosing to believe at this time. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're hoping it makes sense. So. I am. I have a lot of hope. <laughs> this show just fills me with hope. I mean, but she's right. It will have to do for now. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have all of them. That's right. That's right. Um, 
Which to me is a bit surprising. I don't know. I just, I really thought Ben was just going to be able to get all this done. Me too. Uh, but I guess he's got more time. Apparently. I mean, I was, yeah. I, I, I don't feel like it's been 70 hours yet. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, I feel like the final countdown is still to come. Yeah. And at that point, it'll matter more. But we'll see what, what, what they're going to go get started on. Yeah, what are they gonna do? <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, I have no started. idea what that's supposed to mean. Um, they're just gonna like, yeah, I don't conjure a, a portal to the island or something. I mean, I. It, it all seems very strange and not, you know, let's get on a plane and go there. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, how they get to the island is going to be something pretty crazy, I think. Um, I'm thinking it's just not going to be the a normal way. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else about this. From the stuff. Yeah, I mean, what can he do? I I just, yeah, after all this, I, I want her to explain herself. I just, I want more from her. She's just, you know. What's no, her, she's, she's got to start talking next episode. What's your deal? Yeah, she definitely needs to start talking. She can't just stand there and, you know, look at things for the rest of the show. No way. Um, so, yeah, uh. Hopefully, hopefully we'll find out. Um, oh, I was gonna ask. Do you think? Do you think we'll ever find out more about Danielle's story, or you think that's all we're gonna get? You know, I think we might see some more. It, you know, it could just be wishful thinking, but I, I think we could definitely see some more of before the flashes are all done. I think we could, we could see some other stuff. Okay. Because we didn't get that much. No, we really didn't get that much at all. And I have to say, like, uh, I really think, personally, uh, to see the story, I kind of would have liked it better, the the old-fashioned flashback format, because I think, uh, for me at least, um, when you do a flashback, it really puts you in the story and forces you to, um, you know, get involved in it. And, you know, having these time flashes happen and – having the perspective be more Jen's perspective where you're kind of mm-hmm. viewing the thing on the outside really distances you from the stuff that's happening. And it just doesn't, yeah. it's not as involving. You know, these are really crazy events, but they're, they just don't land as much as I think they should. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's not as good as, for example, the, the purge, you know, the, the flashback yeah. about the purge. Like I thought that was a lot more, you know, I thought that really had, had impact compared to this stuff, which, which you it feel, was, you're feeling like it's unfolding as you're watching it, and not like this is something that already happened, and we're just watching it happen. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Yeah, exactly. It gives you it gives you that point of view when when they're just like when they're just jumping into time periods and stuff like that. That's how you feel. You're you're just an observer. Yeah. And so yeah, that's I I, I kind of wish we we didn't have to just watch it this way. Yeah, I feel like the fact that they started with her backstory, um, I think, you know, the whole thing about how Alex was taken and all that, I, I think we'll we'll see that. Okay. Still to come then. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say the last 
I think it was the last episode when they when they heard Claire screaming and it turned out to be her having the baby for like half a second. I thought they were going to revisit when she got kidnapped mm-hmm. and explain mm-hmm. how Ethan carried her and Charlie through, oh. you know. <laughs> that Justin's Mystery 101. It is. It's my fa- it's my first mystery, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to know for so long, and I I had given up that they'd ever revisit it. And for just a second, for just a second, I thought they might actually address it again. <laughs> Because it sounded like Claire, and it was Claire. But it wasn't the scene I wanted. I didn't think that they were going to address that mystery, but I did think for half a second it was her getting kidnapped. It was that that era where she was, you Mm -hmm. know, Ethan was chasing her or whatever. Oh, okay, good. Well, good. I wasn't the only one who thought that. I just, yeah, you know, the whole, how that played out with Claire forgetting what was going on and hanging Charlie, and I just, I, that's never made sense in my mind, and mm-hmm. it was, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be interested to see them actually try to make that work in some, in some reasonable way, but yeah, they probably won't do that. I think, no. I think at this point, that's really way, way afield from what they're doing. So, yeah. So, you know, we mentioned before about these flashes. I think this episode we get confirmation that, uh, you know, that the people, like Rousseau, you know, mentions to Janet she saw him disappear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they are aware of their influence and presence while they're there and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, Ethan most likely did tell whomever, whoever. you know, about Locke, about shooting Locke and seeing him and all that. Yeah, 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 presumably. Which is, which is craziness. It is craziness, yeah, yeah. And maybe that just added to the Locke cult, whatever is going on over there with the others. Yeah. Um, I still don't know that he's ever really going to lead the others, but we'll see. Well, Jacob leads the others, right? Oh, does he? Okay, well, okay, I forgot the luck was Jacob. <laughs> Please don't forget that. Uh, yeah, okay, well, good point. Michael was the man on the boat. Mm-hmm. Luck is Jacob. There you go. Close subject. Yeah, oh, man on the boat. Good old days. Wow. Good old days, last year. I got a man on that boat. <laughs> He's going to blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll never, ever guess who it is. Michael? Yeah, how'd you guess? (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. (sighs) All right, well... um, All right, well, yeah. We'll be back next week with... uh, Whatever it's called. (laughs) <laughs> I used to look with, these things up. With uh, next week's episode? Somehow I thought with just intense contemplation I could think of what the next week's title is, but I, I don't think I know, so it's not going to help. Well, you should go to the future and then learn what it is and come back in time and tell yourself. It's a good oh, idea. Oh, wait. If you could do that, you could oh, do that. And oh. then you already know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So there's no use. A wise man once said, you can't outsmart time. Really? Maybe. Okay. Well, and the once is, you know, sometime in the future maybe. Who knows? Uh-oh, uh-oh. 
Well, that gives you a lot of leeway. It does. Thank you, Time. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Please, Time, don't talk. Because <laughs> if you start talking, I'm going to start asking you questions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what time is it? Oh. And then you'd have to say me. Oh. <laughs> and that's a conversation I don't want to have. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. You really shouldn't have that. <laughs> what time is it, time? I am time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Yeah, exactly. We'll try to take that in. Um All right, pretty good uh pretty good podcast, I think. Oh yeah. We got some. We we got a couple crazy theories out there, which is good. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, next week we'll get the discovery of Miles Chang, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's coming. If not next week, then the week after for sure. Yeah. And uh, and the island just needs a constant. That's right. Oh, the island just needs its constant. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and Locke is Jacob. Locke is Jacob. Don't forget that. And um, and Smokey is Vincent. Smokey is Vincent, that's right. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna Remember all that. that. What? I'm going to stick to that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, you've seen it. Have I? No, not really. Okay, good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back next week uh, with the next episode. Um, I'm sure it'll be good. The season's been uh, pretty great so far. Yeah, yeah. Crazy shit. Awesome. Thanks, and namaste. Namaste. Good luck.